You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Packernet. JJ Leahy. Ryan Schlipp and Jake Shavink, we are, uh, I'm going to say BSing around here, uh, but we are, we don't have a topic because frankly, we don't need a topic. <laughs> Last couple of weeks Good in Packerdom have been whack. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Um, one of the things that I want to just get out of the way before we get started I've been trying to get, let me cover up the logo, been trying to get the the company that makes this drink, this delicious drink, to sponsor this show, and they don't yet. So I'm thinking about the the new sponsor might have to be Hall's Cough Drops, because that's what's going to get me through this episode. Um, All right, right before we hit go live... We were talking about, you know, like what happens uh, to the whole draft order if the Panthers beat the Packers, which I think people think is at least on the table. Um, And uh, so, Jake, you were saying that the Packers right now are sitting at 11, and we think that that draft position is going to move down um, because we think we're going to beat the Panthers, but... Boy, it is an intriguing idea to think about sort of the the ripple effect of if the Packers drop one to the Panthers, 
How does that change the division going forward? Because as it stands right now, with Caleb Williams likely the number one overall pick, and the Chicago Bears in possession of that pick, they could get a haul for that 1.1 if they choose not to replace uh, Justin Fields. So, man, is it worth it? I, I almost lean toward, yes, it would be worth it to keep all that future draft capital out of the hands of the Chicago Bears, especially given that that pick that has turned into 1.1 at the moment is not even their real pick. That's the one that they got for trading ways last year's 1.1. So like, could we break that cycle (laughs) and get them picking like fourth overall for the next few years instead of, Hey, we're just going to trade away the 1.1 every single year for multiple firsts. Well, the other thing that's interesting is the bears are playing Arizona. So that plays into this whole thing as well to where the bears screw themselves twice if they win that game. Because if the Carolina Panthers do win and they beat the Cardinals, that might be the Cardinals that end up taking their pick from them. Also, they could potentially drop out of the drop out of the top 10, depending on who wins and loses, if they win that game with their actual pick. So if we lose to the Panthers and they beat the Cardinals, as much as that sucks, because now we're tied with the Bears and very likely we'll have a worse record than them, whatever, um, they, they screwed themselves real hard in the draft just with those two games. Get this, what if the Panthers pick falls off of 1.1, but the Bears really did want Caleb Williams the whole time, and now they have to go trade their first-round picks, plural, to move back up to that 1.1 to draft Caleb. Right. Who, by the way, like I'm not even that high on Caleb. I'm not saying he's bad. Not saying he shouldn't be the one overall, but you're saying he's kind of bad. I'm just saying I'm not as high on him as like everybody else is. Like he's good for sure, but I don't think that he's like the slam dunk that everybody seems to know that he is. So I'm just saying, like if Chicago paid heavily to go get him, I'd feel better about it than I think some other Packer fans would. Well, that's always kind of my way of looking at the draft because people are like, well, it's not that big of a difference. It's like, well, you can quantify the difference. You know what I mean? Like, look at how much it would cost to trade. That's how massive that difference is. So you, you regardless of how you feel about the players, and you know, the difference between one and five is not that big of a difference. Trade up from five to one, and you'll see how big of a difference it is. Good point. Especially, especially if you take into account what the overwhelming belief is, is that that Williams and May are both better than, you know, Stroud Young last year. That's pretty much what the consensus tells us right now. And uh, yeah, it's been, you know, a few years since we've had, you know, a a class with players like probably at this caliber, right? I think Stroud is obviously outplaying what some thought of him. But I, I think when you look back to like 2020, that was legit, you know, I mean, you know, Lawrence is is kind of on track, but 21, not looking good. 22 is horrible. 23 has Stroud, but like, you know, 24, there's two legitimate guys and it's going to cost a lot. And I know that it, it would be really fun to have all those Bears fans who last year were like, you you know how much they're going to have to give up to move up to our spot? And then to be this year, be like, no, nah, we don't have to give up that much to move up to one. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> sure you don't. Sure you don't. Ryan, do you know if Chris in the comments here is Chris from Alabama? Or do you think it's just a a different Chris? I mean, it's it's uh, 
low probability, I suppose, just from a, how many Chris's there are on the world standpoint, but I suppose it could be, certainly. We got too old for this, arguing for us to hire Joe Barry. Interesting strategy. And then no, no, he no, says no, no. he autocorrected. He autocorrected. He said, oops. I no, first. Hire. No, sorry. You can't, I you see can't hire just, Joe Barry. You can't just no come take, in no and pretend you didn't say it. All right. I don't know how you say this person's name. Is it like a backwards? But like even backwards, it doesn't make sense. The no, car. like Nracken. No, or own Nracken zero. It's a yeah, it's a thing. This is probably from some video game that I haven't played. <laughs> he says kind of on or she he or she they he. say kind of on the draft topic. A big thank you to Jake for getting me excited about craft during the draft process. <laughs> Super happy to see my home state helping the Packers. Um, Jake and I did talk a lot about Tucker Craft a year ago because yeah, we did both like him. Yeah, baby. and I was pretty high on him. And I actually I put together a quick list uh, earlier today of all of the like my guys that the Packers have drafted ever. So I'm going to read through the list. Get ready. Okay. We have Lucas Van Ness, Tucker Craft, and Carl Brooks from last year. Okay. The year before we have Devonte Wyatt. Sean Ryan, Zach Tom, Kingsley and Agbar, and Rashid Walker. That's where the list ends because 2022 was the first time they ever drafted somebody that I had wanted, and they happened to draft five guys that I wanted. So I've been having a lot more fun these last two years of Packers drafting. Yeah. Not saying I'm expecting it to continue, but I have really savored the 22 and 23 draft of being able to be like, hey, we actually got some guys that I had like circled instead of, I don't know, like – Every other year, you know, yeah. in the first two rounds, they draft guys that I like specifically didn't want. And then after that, it was like starting like the third and fourth round of it. It was like, who, who? Like I watched so many guys. I've never heard of uh, AJ Dillon. You know, they were doing that every year. So <laughs> I, I think they've only I think like if I were to say like super like way up like my guys, I think there's only been like three since like 2017. Who? Who's, who's uh, Jair favorite? was one. Okay. Uh, I was over the moon with that one. Uh, Jordan Love was a my guy. I ranked him ahead of a couple of the other guys in that top five. And then Tucker Craft was the third. Was really so Jordan, nice. for uh, 2020, I I told my wife the day of the draft, I said, I, I was so disappointed in the 2019 draft, like on draft day, like for that week. I said, I've adjusted like my Packers draft strategy this year i'm going to be happy with anybody they take as long as it's not t higgins or jordan love uh, and then they took one of those guys and i have spent the last three or four years however long it's been four years now listening to people argue about we should have taken the other of those two guys with that pick so you know i kind of can't win why does nobody bring up michael Pittman in that conversation ever it's weird right like he was senior bowl Athlete, size, <clears throat> everything they liked as well. Having a good season, by the way. It's good to see that. But Ryan, what what uh, my guys have you had that they've drafted ever? I think, I mean, there's a couple kind of on the fence-ish ones, but I think the one that was a definitive my guy that they picked was Wyatt. Mm, that was probably yeah. the one. Um, I did Zach Tom. come on. You were I definitely did, on Zach Tom. Zach, Zach Tom, yeah, but I, I I take a half credit for that because that was just I saw he ranked high in every SIS category and was like that's freaking dope. And then I liked him for that reason. It wasn't like I watched him; I was obsessed. 
and we drafted him. I gotcha. I remember at one point last year, you were like almost like, I'm getting off the Zach Tom train because too many people are on it. Like, I can't be here. (laughs) I can't be here anymore. Yeah, it was my train, and then everybody started doing it, and now it's just like the cool thing to do. So I don't want to do it anymore. That's that's, that always so I like I like when it's just me. I don't, I don't like when like because because what everybody likes to be in the crowd. Yeah. So like two people discover them, you know, and then everybody flocks and it's like, no, get out of here. Dang it. All right, fine. I'll find somebody else. Yeah. This is stupid. Kingsley. I had like he was like rock solid, like second round for me. Like I wanted him so bad. I was so ticked that he got fallen and fallen. And when we. Passed on him in the fifth round to trade back. I was like, that's it. We are not getting Kingsley. I don't know, like, if he, you know, passed gas or something in his meeting room with the, you know, with Brian Gutekunst. I don't know what he did. But, like, he makes so much sense to me as, like, a Packers defense, you know, edge rusher. So then the fact that they finally did take him, I was over the moon. I was punching the air. Yeah. Kingsley. <laughs> Blaine is running his stupid mouth here. Joe Barry <laughs> saved my life at the public swimming pool when I was nine. You shut your mouth, Blaine. Oh. I think that's just an interesting fact. It doesn't, you know, it's not it's not to necessarily sway public opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine is a known just an liar. interesting fact. <laughs> Oh, he's drunk. He doesn't know. Too old for this clarifies. He wanted the Bears to hire Joe Barry. Oh, fine. See, no, now he's now he's doubling down a take back. Right. What's happening? Yeah, here? that's that that ain't right. You know, you know what? Too old for this. <laughs> I I you're a good dude, but you're here for one purpose, and that is for the office quotes. <laughs> Wait, do, do you see too old for this is next comment? He, does, he got is back it? on track. He got back on track here. Tucker Craft is breaking there the it third is. round he curse. Got back on track. Yes. Like Michael Scott broke the curse <laughs> no. in the office after <laughs> no. hitting Meredith with his car yes. and curing her a brace. <laughs> that is what it was. Curse is mm. broken, people. <laughs> oh. Okay. We, actually, we need to talk baby. about this because love it. we. The office? No, Tucker Craft in the third round curse because we spent I'm... so much time. I kid you not. Blaine just texted me a picture of his of his beer and said, "I've never drank a day in my life." He's holding a beer right now. <laughs> but we spent a good amount of time uh, earlier on this season when Tucker was not playing, just like relishing in the horror of like how you know strong this third round curse has been, and basically saying like. Listen, until Tucker does something, like, sorry, not going to get excited. He's been balling out. It's been super exciting to watch him play these last few weeks. Just like, where did this come from? And here the coach is talking about him. I think Matt LaFleur called him like the single most improved player from the beginning of summer to now on the entire roster. Um, I mean, I'm nervous about jinxing things, but like this is kind of more than we've ever gotten from a third round pick in forever. Like, can anybody think of a third round pick we've had in recent years that well, has outperformed the, this? The, the stand, the bar we're setting here is three games, just just for reference. Yeah, has have we gotten three I, games out I'm of saying. anybody? Can, can we find a third round pick that's played three good games in a season? If it's we can't find Rogers. that. 
then I guess maybe. Not Amari. Not. I don't. I don't think you're gonna find one. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten three great games out of Oren Burks on defense. No. No. Probably not. not. Now you, you know. You know. I got to look at Josiah. Yeah, there probably, probably isn't one, but I gotta. Mm. I gotta verify because that's the one thing I was worried about. I'm. Uh, you know how I am with Josiah. I gotta get his back and stuff. Yeah. All right. Somebody's Ryan, there, there's a I... comment in here. The most recent one from Lambo LeBeau. Don't put it on screen. Just don't. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Well, and is that in reference to a third round pick, by the way? No. Okay, so knows... for just just to be clear, because we got to clarify here. Does it have to be in a row? Ooh. Because Josiah DeGuara in 2022 had four Ooh. games, two in the 70s and two in the 80s. All right, let me ask you this. Is three Tucker in a row better? He did. He did three spread out. And we'll say one of his yeah. games is technically in the '60s, not the '70s. So I will say, Deguara right had I see two games as a rook. One was a '71, and the other was it's red. <laughs> Sometimes BFF cuts the bottom off a '33. Um, so there were just yeah. two and twenty. His <clears throat> second year, you said he had three in the '70s, right? Four in the 70s, 20, 2022. Like. Oh, 2022. He had a couple in the 80s. Oh, he does. Two in the 70s, two in the 80s. Well, that's the thing, right? That the tight end position, it takes a little time. So I think the fact that Kraft is doing this as a rookie at, at a position where you don't often see this. I know we're saying that in a position when where Sam LaPorta is doing what do he's something. doing, but I think we kind of knew the class had some not maybe historic's maybe the wrong word but like had some really really good talent like the, the it was clearly like okay these six there's probably going to f- be a few studs for the record first time i've ever seen the x logo oh yeah you can actually get comments from x jake did you Wait, see really? my comment when you were doing a stream the other day no I deliberately commented on because I saw you pop up on Twitter and I commented just to see if you could see it and you didn't say anything. So I assumed you didn't see this. it. Maybe they fixed Hold it. Hold up. Dang. We got actual. I take maybe back that's why everything there's so many I said views. about Twitter. Oh, there is. I was I like, dude, we got so many viewers I today. Say. Like people we're, we're killing it on, on the views. And it's like, that's well, it's because why. Twitter is incorporated. That's why. Oh, so man. how many how many views do we have right now? I can't well, see that. That's just it's just a number. Don't worry. Yeah. Not, no, I, I hyped it up so much. I don't want to say what it is. Let's just say it's double the normal number, yeah. and half of it is Twitter. All right. Yeah. You can type yeah. it in the private chat to me. Fine, fine. And then I'll say it out loud. <laughs> it's okay. it's around a hundred, depending on how how well you how good you are at rounding. You hear that brand? Yeah. You hear that? You could be in front of a hundred people, and I'll unveil your logo. That's what I. That's what I'm here for. Yep. The number that you just put in the private chat. <laughs> it went up by one. Hey, so shut up. We're getting closer hey, to a hundred. We're doing the number right, he put it. in the in the private chat is like pathetically low. FYI. I just I gotta point sh- this first out. First of all, that's higher than we've probably ever had. I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> Do we get comments from more people than that at once? I wanna I wanna point something out, okay. We just have I, a I just, lot of ravenous commenters. This is the this is something something potentially to work on, okay? I don't know, in the off season or, or what. 
Packernet as a whole, we got to figure out how to schedule streams at different times. I know we, we got to We got two things going on. It it's every right single now. time. It's the same and time. It's so so we got to figure out how to how to stagger that a little bit. I think I think that will help things out. Well, it's hard because it's like for us to actually get on the same page ever to be like, when can we do it? Like this is li- it's this or not at all this week. Right. right so then right. we do it. And it's like the right. exact same time that that Clayton does his thing. Yeah. Like I said. Like the Packers, we're gonna go to the off season. Okay, <laughs> we we're gonna look at some, some of the tape. <laughs> we're gonna look at some of the tape. Okay, um, obviously we, we don't have Joe Barry, so that's that's helpful. If we thought um, that it would be the best thing for this podcast today to fix scheduling, then we do that. <laughs> but we're discussing at the donations. It's just something. Listen, when we sit down on like January tenth, you know, when the season's over, we'll go over all the film. Okay. It's just not something high in the priority list, you know. But can, we, we, can we get back we get to the there. subject at hand, yeah, yeah, though? Because yeah. I, we haven't Tucker reconciled Kraft. the Josiah DeGuara thing. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to give Kraft the edge because he's right. doing it earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Like, DeGuara's well, rookie season. 50-50. He played two games. And, right. and, and not even, I mean, he played one and a half games. He had 24 Basically. snaps and had a 71 grade. And then he played one game, just seven snaps, 33 grade. Do you want to compare it to 21, his first full season then, baby? Do we want to do that? We could. Because there's obviously three games with like 76. You look at a 70 yep. in there. There's a 29 in there. There's there's four 70s. Um, and three of them are higher than any game Tucker Craft has had. I'm just saying. There you go. Or I mean, two of his games. All Should right. we get super excited? Maybe not. Am I going to? Because I like Tucker Craft. Yes, I am. See that, I think, you guys are Tucker oh. Craft guys. I'm a Josiah DeGuara guy, so that's why we're having this argument. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's. Ryan, you gotta you gotta break out you gotta break out the uh, old reliable. Only one of these two guys blocked Chase Young well in college on a few yeah. reps. That's so, there's your there's your argument right there. Yep. You know. Well, what's Josiah DeGuara's elusiveness rating? I want to find out right now. <laughs> Damn it! All right, we we, in we high gotta, school. I guarantee you, a few of these comments. Running back. All right, yeah, we got to get caught up. I skipped so, a bunch to go to Chris, the Twitter thing. Chris okay. says, Ryan, I appreciate your podcast on DVA DVOA. Versus points and trends made a ton of sense. I actually think I missed that episode. Not sure how long ago you did it. It was recent, although I think I've done it twice. So you missed a couple. I was talking about it on today. I guess I remember you doing it. It might have been very recent, possibly. It could have been today. I don't know. Today's. It might have been today's. That might be why. I have not listened to today yet. I think Uh, that's what it is. It's probably today's then. We got. uh... See. He is. See. Just Nar. say, just Nar. say, Nar. Is Nar easier. is easier to say. So Nar was Battle for Middle Earth Two reference. I told you. I think that's a video Neil, game. You did. I mean, it has to be. I don't know. That's Battle not a thing Middle going Earth on right 2. now. The Lord of the Rings, so, the Battle for Middle Earth Two, came out in two thousand six. All right. Should I just not ask what Battle for Middle Earth Two is? I don't think we got that it's kind Lord of Lord of the Rings game. I've got more comments. <laughs> it's a Lord of the Rings game. Yeah, video. It's oh, a. Okay. It's a it looks like it came. It's a PC game. Is it good? Published by EA. Ninety-seven percent on Google. Four point three out of five on my abandonware. I don't know why. You guys talk. I'm gonna pull up Steam real quick. See what we got going on. 
Ryan, what do you do? The your do you do all your gaming on PC or do you have a console? I do not have a console. It's all PC. You play Madden on PC? I don't play Madden. You talked about playing Madden like two days ago. You're talking about like that might have been. This was oh crap decades time. ago. There you go. Mm. Madden this has was, not changed. Uh, middle so school in my friend's relevant. basement. Madden has not changed at all. So you're all right. You're right I don't know about it's that. Totally it's relevant. <laughs> Hasn't changed in a few years. Seven. Okay, and um, Blaine put like a hundred comments in here. Did he ever answer asking, it? Asking. You just uh, go to the answer. <laughs> the answer. He he wants to know. Yeah, this is the this is this it, is the yeah. question. I just don't right. know if the answer. He asked that like six times. He said we got to work on not ignoring ignoring viewer questions. I told him he's got to work on donations. <laughs> <laughs> so since he has not donated yet, I say we all skip right. all of this, all his instances of this question, and move on to the next person. What um, about uh, how is yeah. Kraft next to Dallas Goddard's? Oh, I'm sure that's not. That's not. Well, fair. we can look, but. I feel like Dallas Goddard's rookie season wasn't that great. I feel like it was Maybe like not. year two. That he, was year was, he was probably obviously the back. No, oh, well, oh, oh, there's a 94 as a rookie. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, oh yeah. He had two games with 89 plus. That's one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven games above a 70. Three of them in the 80s. Basically, two of 90, them in the 90s. Oh, he had a 94 game as a rookie. Yeah. yeah. 94.6. Yeah. Yeah. Tucker's at like a 60 overall, so it is. I mean, I feel like the gap between a 60 and a 75 is less than the gap between the number four and number one pick in the draft. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to quantify it, <laughs> I guess, I guess so. I will Tucker say, Kraft he hasn't reminds had like for this giant seasons either. Kelsey, by the way, go ahead and do it, Lambo. If you haven't already. Oh, is he it did. this one? Yeah. Craft is better than Musgrave? No, it's not that. Oh, okay. Is Craft better I than mean, Musgrave? That's not I'm, a bad question. I'm in on that. Solely because I, of I will tell you, I had, I had Craft <laughs> higher as a draft prospect Holy. than Musgrave. What? But then, like, Just Musgrave kind of went out in the NFL and kind of mostly did what his fans were saying he was going to do in the draft. Right. I feel like Musgrave lived up to the hype. And like, I was just a big doubter that like those good games, the couple good games we had seen from him in college were who he really was. But that's kind of how he played in the limited time we saw him. So, yeah. Well, the cool thing is that's the same for Kraft too. Like these last couple games where he's kind of broken out, it's like, that's the guy we saw in college. Like that's, what's cool about it. I think Kraft. Oh, this is hard. I think. Man, this is. I think the ceilings are high for both of these guys, and I think it's just it, Musgrave. Obviously, we, we've talked about obviously a lot about these guys pre-drafted during camp and all that. Musgrave was always the seam stretcher, right? This was oh yeah, big plays, explosive plays through the air, right? And he could run in a straight line well after the catch, like that was that. And you go okay, look at all this athleticism you could tap into, right? That there's the physical upside to the player, where it's like okay, look at all these. These, these quicks that he has and stuff where it's like, okay, zone blocking should be able to come to him if he can work at it for craft. It was just like, okay, he is, he, he's got all this elusiveness from playing the running back position. He is physical and tough. 
it's just like, okay, can you play within yourself a little bit more? Not super reckless. But I think his ceiling to be a combo tight end, Crafts was, was a little bit higher than Musgrave's. Musgrave, I think, is going to be a probably a better receiving option just because, and, and I think EPA per play and, and, and value metrics in that regard are going to like him more because of like, okay, guy hits doubles and triples. Yeah, right. But I think Kraft, you can, you can treat as a combo guy, a chain mover. He has some juice after the catch as well. Like he could work the middle of the field a lot, like a lot of these young tight ends in the league, and even some of the the older veterans, like again, like Kelsey, like Goddard, like guys who can work the middle. So it's different skill sets, but I, I think again, I I I loved the idea of getting two of the top six. They did it. Ah, oh, it, it feels really good to potentially be <laughs> so, sitting in twelve personnel like this for a long yeah. time. So I just pulled up. Do either of you guys have those two guys' grades like side by side on your screens right now? I could. Uh, yes, I don't actually. Hold up. You want me to get them? I'll get them. I have. No, I don't right want now. you to get them. I want you to. I got it. I know where they are. I don't want you to. <laughs> by the time you, you get mean? to the point, he's going to have it up. Say something. I'm saying I want you to guess who was a better pass blocker oh. and who was a better run blocker. Oh, I see. Why? Well, I, I see you looking at it right now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that's what you're talking about. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> Lambo LeBeau said about that Lord of the Rings game, he says he's not a Harry Potter guy. So what? He's not interested in that Lord of the Rings game because he's not a Harry Potter guy. That makes sense. I don't understand that. But that's perfect. Right. makes perfect sense. It fits Evergreen. <laughs> All right, Ryan, I, th- I think you got to answer. Blaine's dumb question. I don't. Question I don't, the I don't remember break. the answer. He has to answer it. I don't remember. He says, yeah. uh, "Has has have you explained I'll how we know the third round curse was?" Broken? Yeah, I just I remember the conversation. I don't remember how it went. His said, and my conversation sound a lot it. like Packernet derailed. It goes all over the place, <laughs> and at I the end, was, I don't remember anything that happened. I think it was kind of like. How do we know that this curse is broken because of craft? And I think you alluded to it a little bit where you're like, well, Deguara kind of did this in his first full season. And so do we do we definitively know? Yeah. And we probably do not. Sparks nothing. But I, I mean, know because he I ranked mean, would, highly. <laughs> wouldn't it definitively be broken if we signed a third round pick to a second contract? Like is like that's wouldn't probably that probably what it is? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the bar? I think so. That's yeah. fair. I, I think, think that's fair. Way. So Josiah has an opportunity here. Okay. I feel like Josiah has not really broken the curse. I like Josiah. Yeah. Yeah. But like we're we're certainly not going to get in a bidding war with anybody else to re-sign him. Yeah, no, this is true. I don't think anybody else is going to be banging down the door. So I I have kind of a on topic, off topic. Um <laughs> Because it keeps popping up, and it feels stupid, but also not stupid. How unbelievably stupid, I'm, and I'm not asking would the Packers do this, because I know the answer. How unbelievably oh. stupid in your mind would it be if we ended up getting Brock Bowers? Oh, it's not stupid at all. I love it. Okay. All right. <laughs> not stupid at all. If he falls, if say the Packers are picking like 17th, and he falls sure. to 17, are you kidding? Right. I'm absolutely doing that. Because I think... What it offers you is the possibilities because, you know, you're worried about Watson's health, right? And and how much can he play every season? And I think that's fair to talk about at this point. There are 
there are plenty of options where you go, hey, look at this. Like, we, we Bowers could almost be a use check of sorts, right? And you have two almost positionally like flexible tight ends on your team, and like Kraft and and uh, Bowers, and and you know you get two studs at you got your guys at receiver. Like you can get to a point where it's not they're there in terms of superstar power but you're getting to a point where you can kind of get a shanahan offense going where you go like okay well we can like align bowers wherever we want yeah like he can play fullback and we can run him up the scene good luck with that have fun so he's like, just a significant josiah deguara upgrade yeah like massive and also <laughs> like yeah and also it's like a super good receiver who like yeah okay. i mean he, yeah he's smaller so is is Goody gonna like the fact that he's like two thirty five? Probably not. Yeah. Will Will everybody be livid if they pass on him? Probably. Uh, but like, there's this that that positional flexibility to like play slot, play, you know, attached to the line is kind of that second guy where you kind of he's like a, the wing. You know, you could call him in some offenses and put him in the backfield. Like, just sign me up. <laughs> just get in thirteen. <laughs> Get in 13, run with Benson or Allen, whoever you pick next year in the draft, and like just just cook. I do like that. I think every time I've ever asked you about a prospect, you get excited about him. I always expect you to be I like, oh, trash is stupid. And you're I just, just super feel like it's more up. fun to get excited about. No, that makes sense. I get guys, it. you know. I disagree. I think it's really <laughs> fun hating on, on some trash players. It's really like just that. fun to hate on people in general, yeah. apparently. I really trash. only like hating if it's somebody who I think is like really overhyped. Like when everybody was telling me that, you know, X player was like the next dude. Throw out an example. Well, okay. Put, the, put it out there. Brian Branch. Everybody was telling not me like Brian Branch is like. Oh, that's that's definitely not where I thought he was going either. Zach Wilson is where I thought he was going. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought, <laughs> I thought about going, saying Zach Wilson. That was the low hanging fruit right there. I thought he was going to McCarthy as well. I thought for sure it was that was it. <laughs> well, McCarthy isn't in the league yet, so like that's you know you totally can't make any judgment on that yet. Let, he, let me put might. this out there right now for the people listening. JJ is going to be a lot of draft shows in the next four months. And there, if if McCarthy declares, don't ask him about him because he'll just fifteen minute lay into the play of JJ McCarthy. Do Not you, saying he's wrong. I'm just saying that that's what you're gonna gonna get. Do you do you have energy right now to hear my updated stance on JJ McCarthy? I don't know. I think that <laughs> JJ McCarthy. Yes, Chris, you're right. What did Chris uh, say? Yeah. I think that JJ McCarthy, uh, if he goes to the right situation and is able to sit a little while and develop a little while, I think he has the tools. I really don't think he's ready yet. I do think that as you're trying to assess some of the, you know, intangible, the leadership, I think that he's got that. I think he motivates the guys around him really well. So, you know, I don't think that he's ready right now. I think right now he's a good college quarterback. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. But physically, I think he can get there. And I think you're going to have to train some stuff out of him. Yeah. I just I just think that there's so many crappy situations around the NFL that the odds of him ending up in a good spot really low but it could happen and you know maybe green bay is the place you know you sit behind jordan love for a couple years whatever i don't know uh lambo i I will say one thing one more thing on mccarthy i think it's a good point he's 21 
I think that's the that's the kind of draw, right? And you said the tools, some of the physical tools that he's got in the yeah. bag at 21 years old, where you're looking, you know, you're you're playing kind of the future card a little bit, where you're like, okay, by the time he's 23, 24, a la, you know, number 10, a little bit, kind of like that, where it's like, okay, by then we expect him to be, you know, wherever wherever they want to expect him to be, top 12, top, you know. But that's yeah. So there you go. I did not think he was going to have a rational conversation about McCarthy. I thought for sure it was like no, I've always been rational. This guy can't do anything. I have always been rational about McCarthy. I don't know that paragraph you sent Discord a couple months ago. There was a lot attached to that. We'll see. It was literally all about what he does on the field and nothing it's to do with true. anything else. It was, it was literally it just was. what he does on the field. It was. Sorry you didn't like it. It's not that I didn't like it. It was just it was, it was like it was a lot of reading. So Ben uh, keeps that question about links. It's it's golf. It is golf. I, will say. I know it was on the screen. Ben keeps bringing up facial hair mm. and pointing out that there's a lot of beards on the show. And part of why there's so many beards on the show or such a you know the reason it's 100 percent is because Clayton is not on derailed. And he's, I think, the only non bearded person. As of right now, at Packernet, I think every other Packernet person has a beard. No, does yeah, they do. Yeah, do sounds, sounds legit. Awesome. I don't know. So, until Clayton decides to be part of Derailed, we're uh, reminds me of the, the Stanley thing where they're trying to remember if he had a mustache or not. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never uh, mind. I think he has one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> That is a great scene. That was very funny. Oh, oh, look at this. Kiran Amagaji. We were just talking about him earlier today. I knew, if yeah. anyone was going to bring him up. Wait, where is it? Yeah, I'm I so far it. behind. I knew it. Comments. It was bad. I knew it was going to be. Jake, is that how you say that guy's name? Um, or is it Kieran? Listen, I pre I'm preferring to look this up. I'm not saying it. <laughs> I, I have a thought, but I'm going to look at Yale's website and hope that they have the pronunciation. Blaine says that this third round Kurtz thing is about witches, that witches should remind you. Oh, yeah. Now I got it. Is it worth telling? Come on, Yale. <sighs> Boy, it's it's got to I'd, I'd have to look some stuff up. I don't I don't know if I even want to get it started because it's one of those things. I'm going to start explaining it and then I'm going to say I wish I hadn't started this thing because it's Blaine. if you want to explain it yeah you just got to do standing, it blaine you go ahead and do it i'm not doing it on the thing you have a here. standing invitation to hop on this show that's true you could jump on and do it i have i have texted blaine and asked him to join this show like six different times now and he always leaves me hanging he doesn't even say no he just doesn't even reply <laughs> like we'll be I talking even and I'll say, like, hey, do you want to hop on derailed <laughs> end of the conversation uh, all right, um, here? 12 personnel craft still talking tight ends. We've got some laughing going on. It's funny stuff. All right. Uh, Chris says saying, we need an offensive line and defensive line big time. I think we need a defensive line coach. I kind of like the guys we have on the roster. Wait a minute. I don't, I don't think you should read this. Calm down. I'm not <laughs> reading that one out loud. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no. You got no. us on topic. I get what you're trying to say, but I mean that's kind of crazy. Yeah. 
on topic could have just used it could have just <laughs> used on topic at least at least ben comes oh. in about a few later and says the packers got that last week which is true the defense, there you go for sure so yep yeah mm-hmm. nailed it in the hobby it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think that we need. Do you guys? Well, Bowers is. If, we, if this was in reference to Bowers, that's a, that's he's a tight end. Remember that Watson was a second rounder. If we take a wide receiver in the first, it'd be it would still be the first first round wide receiver in a long time. Having said them that, I want I want to go in a different direction. So actually, this reminds me of a question that I received earlier today. Uh, who sent this? This was. I don't know this dude's name. He messages me on Twitter, but his his name his display name is Go Pack Go, and his Twitter handle is Clay Curry. I mean, I know he's okay. Clay Curry. Anyways, he says uh, with the emergence of Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks, and to be honest, even Malik Heath, how likely is it that Dobbs kind of loses his role in the offense? Uh, do you think he is a good trade candidate? No. Well, let's put it this way. If we draft a first-round wide receiver, we can have that conversation. That's kind of where I'm sitting right now because 
if you got Christian and Romeo and Jaden and Tay, that's four guys. And I don't want less than four guys. And so we, we, we went on to talk a little bit about like what type of wide receiver would you be interested in drafting this year? Or do you just skip? And I did point out, I don't like that we still kind of live in this world where like, hey, if you're NVS type, you know, you're Christian Watson, if they go down, the offense just kind of falls apart because suddenly we don't know how to stretch the field anymore. Like, I'm a little bit sick of that. And I know like Luke Musgraves is supposed to be that, but like he's fast for a tight end. He's not fast for wide receivers. So he does stretch the offense, stretches a little bit differently when he and Watson are both out there. Fan free fantastic. But can we have like one other guy on the roster who does what Marquez and Christian do so that like we have Bo Melton and we, we're not using him that way. But like, can we have one other guy on the team so that when Christian misses two weeks in a row, you know, we're not struggling to get to 20 points each week. Like if our offense is so reliant on you have to have a speed guy to stretch things out. Then I feel like we should have more than one. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything because he, he's I like love a where we're going. Caged animal just waiting to be cut loose. Uh, he's like a greyhound uh, just waiting for that gate door to open up. Yeah. Who is it, Jake? Tell us. So I think there's oh there's not just one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just want to say this quick because I remember because this Judy brought this up. Uh sept- I I I don't love to victory lap. Uh, it's fu- it's you know it's fun to do you know in a small groups where you know you know people and you, you have a good time talking about guys like this but i i tweeted on september 17th uh packers wide receiver take watson reed wicks going forward love it we're here clearly which is great but like dobbs dobbs is is reliable enough where yeah like jay just said if you're drafting like Malik neighbors, then we can have that conversation. They will not be doing that. He's going. He's going far too high for that. Uh, I mean, Dobbs, Dobbs. Like to your point, he's reliable, and like yeah. I really like that floor that he provides yes. us. I don't. Yes. I don't want our fourth best receiver to be, you know, a freaking walk on like Bo Melton, Grant Dubose, Samori Tori, one of these guys yeah. who are a penny apiece. I like that if you're missing Watson. Hey, we can roll Dobbs out there, and like he's yeah. really good at what he does. He knows the offense really well, makes smart catches, good route runner. Can you improve on Romeo? Absolutely. As a your fourth wide receiver, I'm all over it. He is the young James Jones of the Aaron Rodgers era. It's it's literally what it is. It's like, okay, why do you make these easy catches look difficult, buddy? And then it's like, oh wow, nice, nice catch between three defenders. Nice, go up and win the football in the air, you know, and, and like he, he scores, he, and that's reminiscent of Jones for a couple seasons, especially obviously the one Jordy went down, but like, that's so nice to have there. Now to the point of the speedy guys, uh, Xavier worthy from Texas is small, small, like 166 pounds is small from Texas, but he's six foot six one. That's more like Devonta Smith height. Dude's probably going to run like four, three, three at the absolute worst. Um, and then you have oh no, I, I there's no way I'm gonna finish this. <laughs> there's zero percent chance people are getting this done, but like, oh, okay, 
Uh, oh, oh, two more, two more quick before we absolutely lose every before we completely lose it here. We're not uh, derailed enough, so I brought. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Tez Walker from North Carolina. It looks exactly like Watson. Runs exactly like Watson. Has inconsistent catch point stuff like Watson. Like that's exactly the same player. Troy Franklin from Oregon is going to run the low four threes as well. Okay, thanks, Jake. Hi, Blaine. Yep. <laughs> All done. Goodness gracious, Jake. Tell us what what is this what is this witch thing? All right. So, is this I a Jim Rogers girlfriend take? Are we bringing yes, this up exactly. again? It is exactly. exactly what it is. Okay. I forgot about so, that detail. Yeah, that's what made it real. I know. <laughs> you guys so, remember like two weeks ago when we signed Q Blue Kelly? Or they thought oh, that that's was right. Rogers' what girlfriend was... in disguise. Blue Blue of Earth wasn't that her name? Yeah, Blue, it was. If something. So I need a Lacroix for this. <laughs> so it just so happened that it was it was the uh, when Devito stomped all over us and love looked, like everybody looked terrible. They they were getting sacks. We got no sacks. It was like everything was the opposite of what it should have been in that Giants game. And so me and G were talking about it one day, and I was like, "Oh man, that'd be weird." Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers plays on that field. And what if he brought his girlfriend in and cursed it? I wonder if there's like a spell. Oh, man. And so he still he goes up and looks up this witch's almanac, which I don't know where he found it, but he did. Worry about it. And he goes, first spell in the witch's almanac is called opposite day. If you can curse an area and you can make it so everything that happens there is opposite and everybody's traits become opposite. What do you know? Wasn't that Zach Wilson's God Week too? Yeah. Hmm. And then who looked really terrible? Houston looked really terrible out of nowhere there. And it was just really suspicious. And then it was who who pops off in that game? That was Tucker Kraft's first pop-off game out of nowhere. Oh, my God. And so, so the opposite day spell made us lose. It was terrible. It was the full opposite day. But I think it broke the third-round curse. I think it broke it, and we were like, we, we were talking about it. it's like oh. if he if he moves forward after this and he keeps doing well, I think the third round curse is broken forever, and I think it was worth <laughs> worth losing to Devito. It felt so really good. We're gonna start sucking in the second round now. No, no, we don't no, know. No, we no, don't no. know. No, no, that'll be a whole no, new no, curse. No. Whole new curse. We'll see. Yeah, this, this oh. we we don't we don't know. I actually so I did reach out to the person that wrote. I tried to reach out to the person that wrote. <laughs> oh the yeah, Almanac. I forgot about that. I wrote an email. <laughs> Um, I got in touch with somebody. It actually wasn't the person that wrote it. Um, he talked to me for a little bit. I think he got the impression I was messing with him, and he's like, I can't talk to you anymore. So then I started digging a little bit more into like who actually wrote it, and it got a little bit weird because I found the woman's name, and I'm not kidding you. We went back. We found her, and it's like, oh, she's like from 1800s, like this exact first and last name, and she's from Salem, Massachusetts. And I'm like, Okay, that's creepy. And I'm like, oh, never mind. That was in the 1600s. So we're good. I looked it up. There was somebody in Salem in the 1600s, exact same name. So 1600s, she was a witch. 1800s, Salem, Massachusetts, she was a witch. And now this lady, modern day, who's writing spells, same exact name. So we think we got a time traveler who's going through a time tra- not time traveling witch, but a, a witch that's from like eternal girl. life. When she gets yeah. burned at the yeah. stake, she comes back. Yeah, she comes back, and that she she just like keeps recycling the same name every couple hundred years. Man, yeah. like no one's gonna remember. 
Is it like and, a super uh, generic name like Sarah Brown or something? It wasn't. It wasn't even super generic. I forget I forget what it was, but it was like it was it was it was enough that I was like, that makes me really You all think I'm lying. I this it's not a lie. I, I gave not, up at the when I found out the Salem thing, I was like, nope, he was like not doing it anymore. I'm out of this. He was like, This is too close to blasphemy. I, like I was joking so- around, and now it's weird, and I don't want to do this because she's going to find out that I'm looking her up, and I don't want to do this. And she's anymore. the one that wrote the opposite day spell, right? That's what I'm saying. And somehow she's tied in with Rogers and that whole cult thing, and I'm just not playing with that anymore. Nope. So, does this uh, does this impact potentially next year? Uh, because right now Green Bay's in third in the division. Mm-hmm. They host the AFC East third place team at Lambeau next year. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but they're coming to town. Well, they are. They their butts last year. They are coming to town. How weird is? Why are we playing the Jets three years in a row? How does that happen? Uh, come on. Do we play? Wait, what? No, we didn't play him. Did we play him this year? No. no, two out of three years. Oh, we we played the Giants this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, but yes, so that doesn't affect that, we don't well, think? Well, regardless, I'm sure there's more than one spell. I mean, he can mm-hmm. cast another spell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think I think he had time to prepare. I think that it was like he cast it and then like left town and was right. like, <laughs> suckers. Like, I'm not well, really thing. Here. He knew who was coming into town, so they just like dropped it in the middle of the field and took off. You know, because think about I what, don't exactly what, know how curses zero, work, but I feel like it's something like that. Zero sacks against that team, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, against the Giants, seven sacks this week against the Saints. Was that what it was? Yeah, they're something terrible. Like they went back. They went back to being the worst team of all time. So, but I think it, they might have irrevocably broken the third round curse, and we would be able to tell by if Tucker Craft had another good game, and he did. I think they actually broke the curse. But I'm super excited. I think it's I think it's over. I think it's officially over, guys. Uh, man. <laughs> I love Tell me I'm wrong. Section so much. Yeah. <laughs> ben Ben is Ben is funny. Oh, Ben, ben is, is cooking, except for when he talks about stupid seventh round picks. What? What? What seventh round picks? Oh, 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 no. <laughs> uh, it's a receiver. Not, yeah. Shall not be named, I guess. I mean, you got Rasheed Walker, you know. Yeah. Rasheed Walker is awesome. He's doing he's doing some stuff. You know how I know he's awesome? Bill he's actually Belichick. playing like that on the field. That's Bill, how you know he's awesome. Bill yeah, Belichick true. is a witch. I don't have to just take somebody's <laughs> word for it that he's secretly awesome despite never being awesome on the field. That is a hilarious visual. Oh, I I gotta go run off to AI and see if I I'm I'm, I'm ahead. Of you. I already started it. Did you start that? Did you really? Yeah. Okay. You got you got to do the one with like him in like the cutoff hoodie. Oh okay. yeah. Hold on a second here. I do He's like that. Drew sleep. D said, and suddenly the third round just became the most interesting round to me. <laughs> they picked twice. I just I just love that everybody's in. It's not like this is the dumbest show. I'm leaving. <laughs> everybody's like, bro. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> Here's yeah. how this works. They pick twice as of now in yep. the third round. Yeah. It might just wow, next Hall of Fame Packer Hall of Famer incoming potentially. In Dude, I just, I'm that's, just that's 4D chess by Brian Gutekunst, by the way. You want to pull that opposite day curse on me? Guess what? I doubled up on third round picks. <laughs> Checkmate, son. He's like he, he had like a source in, in New York, you know, back then. He's like, all right, wait a minute. All right, this yep. is happening. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we got we got to let you go for <laughs> this a third, curse is man. Potent. We got to get another third in the building curse. here. So okay, we're gonna get Hall of Famers. I need to get that second one, and I hate to do it, but Razul, you got to go. I'm just of saying, too man. old for this. It, I just crosses feel like the it, line a little too far here. I just I just no. feel like it's something to keep an eye on. No, Maybe, you can probably get senior in the third round if you want. <laughs> um, I wonder if that sure. works in trades. Can we trade our third round pick for like a premier player? You think? Ooh, I don't know. Like, I mean, we've been ooh, asking premier? to do that for years. Wow, wow. Hang on a second, guys. Think about this: a third round, the new uncursed third round pick, plus the Jets, obviously blessed second round second pick. round pick to move up into the first to get <sighs> Hall of Fame. Doesn't matter who. That's true. Cook. Oh yes, <laughs> this is all uh, true. All of it, it is, is true. It was so true. Like this was this was like a solid two hour conversation he and I had, full of like research and like footnotes. We went way too far. Can't believe. We Shout out to Andy, faster. by the way, for the five dollar dono. Says uh, thanks for listening to me yell about Matt Lafleur press call at, uh, conference. <laughs> Caller number what five. A, what a press yeah, conference. Caller number five. Oh man, that was that was everybody. So it's you're good, man. I'm not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> yes, well, you, don't wanna, you don't want to. You don't want to get mad. I gotta watch the film. I gotta. No, no. I'm gonna have to watch the film on this one. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have to hit. The I'm not tape. gonna. I'm not gonna say things you know that you know are correct that you guys think, but I just gotta watch. I, I <laughs> so so who, I'm not I'm, sure if Baker Mayfield's passer rating was actually perfect. I gotta go see that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta <laughs> check the tape. I gotta go see that. I'm gonna go relive that experience again. Oh, it seems Why? like a really great time. I think you should go relive the Tucker Craft versus Giants experience again. Oh, yeah! Just watch did, that one play up Did you play, play the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I gotta check the tape. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They had something that looked like a pirate on their head. It could have been the Raiders, yeah. though. So it I could have been the Raiders. Have you seen the like? Uh, Stop giving me your hardest battles, meme. Yes, I just saw that. That's hilarious. Joe Barry is talking to Jesus, and he's like, stop giving me your hardest battles. And Jesus is like, LOL, you literally played Tommy DeVito and Baker Mayfield. (laughs) I just saw one that's literally, it's it's literally Carolina. But yeah, Yeah. same same thought process. (laughs) Stop giving me your hardest battles. I am literally the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the Onion article? Oh, it was yeah. so bad. The one yeah. about space. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, yep. Something they were about lined, the Packers they were lined DBs up were space. lined up 20 million light years away. Yeah. <laughs> so they're still not sure if it was far enough off. They found him with a telescope. <laughs> yeah. James, yeah. James Webb telescope finds yep. Packers DBs 20 million light years off in coverage. Yeah. It checks out. Do you think, out. Was when, it third and three? Yeah. I don't know if it said in the article if it was third and three or not, but that sounds about right. Do you think when. <laughs> The <laughs> offense runs a play. Do you think the Packers' safeties can actually see it, or are they too far away to know like what's going on? You mm. know, I think they might need telescopes. Yeah. Be, Maybe that's the I'm problem. Be they need to get some like lenses that yeah. are telescopic on their goggles. On I'm going to be gun. honest. Yeah, you know I didn't I mean? even know we had safeties because I've never seen them on the broadcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're always playing 9-11. Matt LaFleur so Matt Matt on the press conference. Hey, 
listen, I'm not even sure safeties were out there. I'm going to check the all 22. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be. We're going to have to check the all 22 on that one because I was watching broadcast. I didn't see any, so I don't. <laughs> that's why, that's why we had like eight grade out that poorly because so. they're not even in the play, so you can't grade them negatively. <laughs> Here's the thing: you know oh, that safeties are not very important to the Packers because, like, we're going on year three of you need to have drafted a safety, and they couldn't <laughs> even hire an actual safety coach. So. Yeah. Like I don't think they care about safeties. No. It's just, hey, no, yeah. Why if why we did... let a forty-yard run happen? Can you just go make sure it doesn't turn into a touchdown? That's literally it. Yeah. Why why doesn't Goot draft um, safeties? Because he talked to Joe Barry and Joe Barry said, "Don't bother." <laughs> Joe Barry said, don't, "Don't worry about just it. Just don't worry about it." Like I don't use them. <laughs> well, do you? Re- or do you only have nine on the field. Or do you have baited twice against Atlanta? They give us eleven, so I throw a couple out there, but I use nine in my scheme. <laughs> I actually just found those guys at a tailgate. Yeah. Uh, draft safeties because said, don't stand hey, hey guys, I, I got a question. Have you guys heard of Simone Biles? She's a really good friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's why John, that's why he's here. Her, her husband, her husband needs a job. You know literally saying? don't need safeties at all. Let's go get that guy. So Simone Biles will be in the in the was area. That in the, was that in the pitch in the free agency meeting? It's like yeah. everybody's like, listen, I got this great idea here. Mm-hmm. No, this is well, how do you guys feel about here. having a gold medal, five fifty-time gold medal Olympian on the sideline, but her husband <laughs> is safety. Huh? Husband, he's tackle, also on the sideline because that's where I have him lined up. Open field. This, this, it's scary how much that actually makes more sense than we brought <laughs> Owens here because they liked his play skill set. Yeah, he allowed well, a touchdown to Stone Smart. I don't know if anybody knew <laughs> that that was a player. Uh, but they do now. <laughs> so did you okay. guys see Campbell's tweet? Have you talked about that? Uh, yes. So let's talk about that. Oh, boy. Ryan, did that? you not see it? No, I saw it. I, oh, yeah. It ticked me off. <sighs> but I but, I, but part, part of it, he's so vague and cryptic. Like, I'm like, dang, Zadarius. I don't know who you're talking to. I actually have it sitting right here. Cool for this. this is a great Not comment, going out of my way anymore, and I'm not playing through injuries anymore. Because when this stuff goes wrong, they always use it against you. I'm treating everyone accordingly and giving them the same energy they give me. Focus on yourself and your mental 59. You owe it to yourself. So He was was giving himself a pep talk, right? Like 59, you owe it to yourself. Like he was looking in the mirror, tweeting this. Oh, was he in the mirror and saying it? And it went like like speech to text? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just sitting there like, 59, you owe this to yourself. He calls himself 59. He doesn't call himself Campbell. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, crap. I like, tweeted weird. this? Oh, shoot. Yeah. He's talking to himself in the mirror and didn't realize. <laughs> so my, who, do we, think, who do we think he's talking to? Do you think he's talking about yeah. fans? Or do you think he's talking about, like, the defense sure. being like, oh, it's all these explosive plays. They like, you know, go. It's all their fault, not Joe Barry. Yeah. like is Is this direct when he says – when stuff goes wrong, they always use it against you. Talking about playing through injuries. Is he talking about coaches or the fans? Yes. <laughs> Too yeah. old for this. I know. This is really good, by the way. Hey, Tariq Carpenter, I see you're a safety. I don't know what that is, but you're a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Did the Packers like, did they like Kyle why Hamilton? Drafting these, this position that Basachi uses on special teams. Pisaccia has enough players. Give me some freaking linebackers. I'm a linebacker coach. Yeah, did they hey. meet with Kyle Hamilton and be like, wait a minute. You're you're how tall? 
No, you're, you're that's a line. Oh, or they go, did you guys know we, we have was a receiver and they're like, oh, he's six four. He must be a receiver. We don't take those in the first. I mean, we we have the fastest linebacker in the NFL. Like Savage runs like a four three. It's awesome. <laughs> Joe Barry, do you, do you remember that? You remember when we we were watching tape together, and I was like, he's like, I don't know why Savage is doing so bad and he's grading out so poorly. So we watched some tape together one night, and I'm like, that's right. Is Savage making the play over like way? He is like. Like he was like it's literally like coming in front of the linebackers and making all the tackles. It's like he's a linebacker. That's why his grades are bad. He's a linebacker. <laughs> and I'm like, and, what Rudy, is and that's why Rudy Ford was so good and such a perfect fit. Because he's a freaking linebacker. He comes in and smashes people. That's all they do. Like that's the safeties are playing ahead of the middle linebackers. You you want a safety to succeed in this scheme, make him a linebacker and he'll he'll do the job better. I think we gotta put Quay back there. Yeah. Just a disclaimer. So that Somebody who's a big football genius doesn't come in and lecture us. Get back oh, to Here we go. Here we go. Big time. Technically. Are you talking about Clayton? Because that's kind of rude. I'm not talking about anybody <laughs> in particular. I'm just saying people in general. Okay. Technically, Joe Barry's defense does use a position that they call the star. And that's basically oh, yeah, what sure. we're describing. So we know that. You don't have to lecture us about. Yeah, what no, it is. we know that. Yeah, this is a joke about this just making funny. all the safeties yeah. linebackers. So no, no, no but if, they, if they you not making that statement, you're yeah. an idiot and leave the stream. <laughs> you know, look, but my we question all know. Is, should we go to the forty-six? <laughs> Seems about right, right? So what about Devondre like now? Play the forty-six yeah. defense. <laughs> Six linebackers. Might as well. I think we already are. Yeah, we, this is forty six. What are you not understanding about what's happening? <laughs> Did you not hear this conversation? Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is what we're yeah. running. Six, gotta, six linebackers. Say it, though, this is why Preston is in coverage on cor- on wide receivers. We don't have corners. We have extra linebackers. <laughs> why do you care why? where we line? That would be Joe Barry's ultimate a linebackers, a linebacker. Outside linebackers <laughs> all along the defensive line. Outside <laughs> linebackers at corner, and then uh, inside linebackers at safety, and you're good. Joe Joe Barry like saw the offensive line and how they're able to like shift around a lot and he's like that's just my whole defense. <laughs> I just have eleven linebackers. <laughs> I just have eleven linebackers, different size linebackers. But we may, it doesn't matter where they're lined up; they just got to do the job. Preston Smith, if you're lined up outside, you're a corner. Sucks to suck, dude. You're in the NFL. You get paid the big bucks. We got to call you a corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is great because I remember. When I was trying to learn what the heck the Vic Fangio defense was, <laughs> like a big part of it was that you would <laughs> too old for this says LS doesn't stand for long snap anymore. It's line safety. I, I, like, <laughs> I think Drew, Drew D's comment's really good too. I can't wait to see the all twenty films. <laughs> the all twenty films. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> they're all like, twenty films. Oh they're like Matt, what's going on with the safeties? He's like, I don't know. I had to go watch the tape. He goes to watch the tape. The safeties aren't even on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, honestly, if you look at PFF, all of our safeties got 70s because that's all they or What is it? Six. What do you get if you just show up and you just 60, don't do anything? 60. 60. All, our, six, our safeties are 60s across the board. They weren't even there. Yeah. <laughs> Sees a 60 on there. Zero snaps. What? Zero snaps. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally in the starting lineup on the depth chart. That's why it's the all 20. 
<laughs> Did you guys see that the, the commanders released their long snapper and his name is Cameron Cheeseman? We need to talk about why they released him. He double bounced a snap to the punter on Sunday. Two bounces. <laughs> punter gets absolutely smoked, has to walk to the locker room a la Trevor Lawrence with an injury, and then he and then he short hops the holder on an extra point that they miss. His name is Cheese. Why did he get point? Cut? Yeah. It's five yards, cut? bro. <clears throat> I can't believe That's it. Also a funny visual. We've had a lot of funny visuals oh. today. You'll watch anyway. all 20. You'll see it. It's right <laughs> anyway. there. The two hop to the punter. They run an all 20. They got a 20 out there, too. That's cool, man. Might as well. He was just a line safety, clearly. Okay. <laughs> that's, well, was. that's the problem. Linebackers aren't supposed to be snapping the ball. Joe Barry's walking up to, to Rich Pisaccia to like. He's like, I, got, I can fix all team. your problems. Just replace everybody with linebackers. No, you're I'm probably almost certain that Quay Walker can kick. Teams. You need more linebackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try swapping your safeties and your linebackers. Yeah. That's what I do to see if that fixes it. Let's see if let's see if McDuffie can kick. Just, yeah. Whenever you're in a rut, <laughs> I just bet he make can. all your safeties play linebacker and your linebackers play safeties. Usually that'll shake them up a bit. What about the your Panthers defensive line? To... That's what I said. <laughs> the Panthers had a defensive player kick on Sunday. They did. Nice. They were following the Joe Barry model of special teams. There you go. So. Oh, it's good when you can laugh about it. All right. <sighs> debate debate topic. It hurts so mm-hmm. good. We are right. far. This can train, this make, train went over a cliff. Okay. Can any of you guys make an argument for why we should keep Jerry Montgomery? I don't even know who that is. Okay. That's a no. <laughs> He didn't show up on the all twenty. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't know. Is can that guy, linebacker? Is that guy linebacker? linebacker? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if he's not a linebacker, we don't need him. Oh, is he? Is he like the defensive backs coach? Close. He's the defensive, defensive line, line coach. So oh. that, that would that would count for outside linebacker. Actually, I think his official title is defensive line coach and run game coordinator which mm. which has been since 2020 i have to say he has been coordinating a very good opposing running game <laughs> he has he, been just killing I think he's re- done well he really schemes up the run against us <laughs> he schemes like, run up against us so well <laughs> am i supposed am I... to help them run the ball <laughs> i'm the run game coordinator kind of weird but i guess <laughs> watch me make tommy devito look like a great runner yeah. <laughs> He's over there bragging about how good of a job he did. Did you see Look that? how good that was? <laughs> the camera pans over and Jerry Montgomery is smoking a cigarette on the sideline like, oh, I'm so good at my job. <laughs> it's as good as it gets right here. So about that raise. Huh? <laughs> That's a no, by the way. Yeah, I don't think we. Uh, yeah. Jake, you don't Anybody want to bring in the comments? Is that is that D-back? Is he still around? Is that something gray? Is he still around? He's gone. No, he's in Atlanta. Okay. There, there needs to be a philosophy shift on defense. I think. I think that's to be serious be nice. for two seconds. I think. Is it yeah. just like we need to be like a different team, or <laughs> we need to be a different a lot of things. Uh, Probably yeah, don't want to just get a defensive coordinator with the exact same coaches that have been here for 40 years kind of thing. 
What if we could thought. make Kirk Olavidati the defensive gee, coordinator? Gee, some of these guys have tenure. You know, it's that's true. Be to get rid that's of true. The Packers the only had, team in Matt the NFL had him over for dinner tenure. at his house. <laughs> Matt had him at dinner at his house, guys. Yeah, you if know. he hasn't had you over for dinner, you can't be the DC. Like you can't. <laughs> so you know who it is. We already know who the next one's going to be. Brandon Staley, come on down. Yeah. I mean, I don't see. Would why that we be the have, worst thing? I don't see why we can't have Mike Lafleur come be the defensive coordinator. I know that like <laughs> offense is his thing, but like defense hasn't been anybody's thing. I bet he could be a good run game coordinator. <laughs> Our run game coordinator has really killed it, though, for setting up the run against us. Jerry yeah. Montgomery's so, like, like yeah, I got. Th- he's got this. I, I imagine, can vouch for him. Imagine if we get a run game coordinator for our offense, dude. What if Jerry Montgomery became our flip. offensive run game coordinator? That's Holy what I'm saying, crap. dude. He's yeah, so yeah. good at figuring out how to make the run work. Yeah. What if we, At this what, point, he should. He's, what if we made him our run game coordinator? He's had to see. He's had to look at the all twenty and be like, "Man, this run game is so let good. Me, I can let me this. show I know you what it everybody like. else does really well. You, we need we need a coach that can find a way it. to take advantage of the other defensive line and make them suck. Do you know how to make defensive linemen suck by chance? Oh, you do. Okay, you can have the job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Now every time, every time you look at a run, and you go, "Well, there's no way to stop that." <laughs> what do you have us do about that. I mean, have us your freaking guys. Have, us, have us, us do that one. I don't think yeah, our eleven getting... linebackers can stop this. <laughs> yeah. to be honest. I'm not sure. We're getting hit in the backfield on every single play. We, and Jerry's we have like, nine linebackers, not eleven. We don't have. I'm just gonna say a 320 pound linebacker. Uh, <clears throat> linebacker, uh, not a great matchup. <laughs> Robert Sala, anyone? Yeah, I would he's not. Absolutely. He's not exactly the Fangio tree, which I think is would be promising. Yeah. There's no way Sala is getting fired, though. No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, it's really sad. Yeah. No, Aaron Rodgers said in the McAfee show he's he backs all three of them, right? And he's basically the co-owner now he, he, of the he, Jets, yeah. so it, it's not happening. It's funny, but he, it's literally true. There's no way Rodgers is going to back him, and then they're going to fire him. No, no, he's the GM now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was look contingent. At me. Look I'm at me, Joe sure Douglas. Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> I am the captain then now. Here's here's the question that I have wanted somebody in one of these press conferences to ask Matt Lafleur for a long time, but especially over the last two weeks. I want him to describe what a coordinator is supposed to do in Green Bay. What are the responsibilities? Because, and I literally Googled, what are a defensive coordinator's responsibilities? Because I wanted to make sure I wasn't forgetting anything. And here's the list of things that I came up with. Scouting the upcoming opponent and game planning. Definitely I don't do think that. we have any evidence that no. that is being done to any no. kind of a competent degree in Green Bay. Our scout team is only linebackers. I, I think they think they're like, are we playing Mahomes this week? Yep, every week. Okay, great. Yep. Overseeing that the staff and players are performing to the head coach's standard, which mm, we're hearing mm-hmm. from Matt Lafleur yeah, yeah. that that's not happening. Yeah, he he has to go in Suck and do it himself. So I guess not. For those counting in audio form, that would be over two. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we have. Installing Can we get a graphic? <laughs> installing the scheme, Matt Lafleur literally 
uh literally we we can yes. this week about hey there's <laughs> crap that's supposed to be a day one install that none of our guys are doing so i don't think we can check that box i agree making adjustments <laughs> is that happening i have technically seen them run different plays <laughs> it's not the same thing verdict <laughs> definitely the same thing it's pretty close what if, what if we shift to cover three <laughs> cover two mm. i bet we'll stop that well all right and lastly calling plays on defense i don't think I mean, he does. He does do that. He does he do, that. do situational. Oh, I have a question. Oh, back it up. Is it called call good plays or just call plays? <laughs> no, the question is: Is he is he doing good? No, is very what, did, sub- what did Google subjective. say though? Yeah, what did Google say? <laughs> did Google say call plays? It just said call call okay. plays. It did mention Any play. situational play one. Calling. Then he gets one for that. He does get yeah, one. That's that's, that's a for fact. Four. Okay, but situational play calling, he doesn't do that. So, like, we're one for five. Well, well, no, we're not, that's not Google. That's not Google. Though. This must. Be, this is the most elite ticker that has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put Joe Barry. Best ticker. You, you, need, you need to write breaking news. Joe Barry one for four. <laughs> Nobody's gonna understand what it means unless they were listening. Drew says Joe Barry hates safety so much. Mark Murphy, former safety of in the NFL. Is forced to retire. <gasps> that makes sense. Oh. He is retiring though, right? Because he mm-hmm. is like at his max term. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty five. Yeah, Joe Barry's like, I can't even convert you to linebacker. You gotta go. <laughs> You're out of here. So, I think I, I personally, world... I love that the ticker makes no sense. I find that to be perfect for the show. <laughs> Breaking news: Joe, Joe Barry one and four, one and five, not one and four. You missed the one. I think I thought you kind of made up the slash. I think you need to slide. Did you slide one in there? One for four. One. He did slide one. One or five. But it should be one for four. So maybe do a slash. What was the what? What was the fifth one? Well, I was trying to say situational play calling, and you guys. No, we 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 made a ruling on that. We're following that that doesn't count. You can't just make stuff up just because it didn't go the way you want, JJ. Well, okay, there was one more that I didn't include because it seemed a little repetitive. All right, and let's that hear was game planning. I thought that was kind of the same thing as the scouting. Yeah, I probably. Ooh, that is. But it technically was listed as a separate thing on my Google search. That's... I bet. I, yeah, I bet. Think he... I think it's different. I, I bet he does I... game plan. Because scouting is looking at the other team. Game plan is what we do with our team, it, right? I, he Which definitely does. And my He's question like, is, uh-huh. is Barry doing a good job with any of this? We're doing an objective thing. We're not saying good job, bad job. We're saying, okay, is he so even doing it? Let's put this. Let's, <laughs> put, it, like, let's like, put it this way. Like, let's put this it this way. Doing he's doing all job. these things. I don't know if he's doing all of them. Uh, he has GK, to, are you honestly saying he made adjustments? All right. He's five and one. I think, he's, <laughs> I, think he, I think we can definitely confirm he has done two of the five. He has. I, he calls maybe, plays. Maybe three. But he does call plays. He definitely has to game plan. Like there has to, there has game to plan. be that during the week. No, hang on a second. He doesn't have to. 
You don't have to. Wait, what yeah, are doing? Game about something. Yeah, is they're, the they're game plan just to rotate linebackers and safeties? Is that well, the game it might plan? be, but that doesn't matter. I mean, objectively, doesn't matter what the plan is. Objectively, <laughs> it is a plan. He game okay. plans before two. the season. He he just handed over the game plan. And he was just calling. Was it? Was it I'm not asking like if it's a good game Custer? plan. Yeah, probably, but it's a it's still a plan. I'm do we do we think that they're doing scouting? No, no, no. Okay, they're I think, they think they're, I think they think they're playing the Chiefs every week. I do. Okay. Yeah, they have to be. I, I mean, that's I mean, the thing is, like, like, could you imagine? Could you imagine second and eighteen? Could you imagine blitzing? Could you imagine? <laughs> yes. Yes. Patrick Mahomes would tear you apart. He would no, tear sir. you apart, guys. You can't imagine. Nobody can. So, so you can't do that to anyone else because Patrick Mahomes would tear you apart if you did that. This defense is custom crafted to stop the Chiefs. And the Bears oh. and nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the Lovey Smith Bears all over again. Like our job now, is to beat the Bears and nothing else. Dude. But I have a, I have a question though. So how did Tommy DeVito run for seventy two yards? Because Jerry not Montgomery called a great game for Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Because That's it. He's he coordinated the shit out of his running. Uh. <laughs> Joe Barry's not six and oh, you a hole. <laughs> Joe Barry's six and oh. No, we said I he's think... not scouting. We said he doesn't scout. So that's, that's true. Five scout. and one. Five one, one. In the I'm almost certain. Also, it's supposed to be a slash. I bet there's one morning he ca- they came in for a meeting and he goes, All right, this week we're playing the Chiefs. That's witches are like, real. No, no, that was last week. He's like, This week we're playing the Chiefs. <laughs> he just kept going. Before the Chiefs game, Barry calls a meeting with the players, and they're like, "What the heck is this? Like, why are we meeting with the defensive coordinator? We never talked to the defensive coordinator." Tell me we He's can like, do All this. All right, I got a game plan. Zoom. They're like, "A what?" Yeah, it's possible. He's actually like, "This is what we've been practicing for." Be like, "We've been playing games all season." He goes, "This is what we've been practicing for." Drew, that's why that logo's been up all year. This is the game. Drew says okay. it amazes me that Barry is willing to put the edges in coverage on wide receivers and not even try to disguise it. <laughs> Dude, when when you see Preston just splitting out wide <laughs> and, and, and no timeout, like Malafleur calls a timeout because someone looked kind of funny. He saw a safety move like a little. He's like, "Whoa, timeout! That doesn't work." Joe Barry's like, "Is that Preston Smith out on coverage on Tariq Hill? That'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong? No, basically what he's telling you there, though, I think, not to not ah. to defend Joe Barry, he's like, listen, we can't stop him anyway. Okay, we're just hoping <laughs> Tua doesn't. What do you him. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I can put Darnell Savage on him. <laughs> he's our fastest guy. He's not yeah, he's our fa- he's our fastest linebacker, dude. Yeah, and he's not covering him. So why don't I put the slowest guy out there? And I'm a winner everywhere else on the field. <laughs> yeah. Right? He actually. He actually like specifically puts Preston on him and yeah. says, "Press man." Yeah, he's like, "How can you, can you handle this? Can you handle the thirty-five inch arms?" And he that goes, Preston "He goes, has think, think about it. it. Think, think how long that dude's yeah. arms are. If he just never gets off press, it's I, brilliant." Joe Barry wants we've made the game tackle. Plan. Listen, to play corner, Packers, so you can just stand a, in front of him, hold his arms right. out. That's what I'm saying. Like, get David Bakhtiari out there and just be like, "Where are you Good going?" God. Do you, you know going what, nowhere. Do you know what Joe Barry could have done with Julius Peppers? <laughs> Mother of God. 
I think that Bakhtiari could do that because he wouldn't yeah. have to run or like go really do anything. Just hold his arms out. Bakhtiari yep. would be a fantastic linebacker. This is thing. Joe Barry should watch Slash the show corners. if he stays on because there's a chance if the Bills run the table and Green Bay finishes out of Minnesota, they're playing the Dolphins next year at home. Big opportunity right here. Should be listening to this. Preston Smith in coverage. Press coverage yep. on Tyreek. Yep. I mean, if he didn't think about doing this last year. Rush rush for it to him. You, you'll get at him sometimes, probably. The one the serious the serious answer to Drew's question is there needs to be like philosophy change. It's why they truly it's it's why they added somebody like Van Ness, because he's athletic enough to drop into coverage. Now, should they be long arms? Should they go light? At one of the at one of the outside linebacker spots and let a Dallas Turner type drop into coverage, probably. Does anyone have Madden? Did you see? Too old for this. Said if Tyreek Hill was good at football, he'd be a linebacker. <laughs> so Barry's like, I don't know. I don't know if he can play linebacker. I'm like, oh, uh, you're never gonna win a Hall of Fame unless you can play linebacker. You know who could play linebacker? CMC. That guy could play linebacker. It's like. Ryan, you did a rant, uh, I don't know, four or five days ago about how, like, there he hasn't been good linebackers in the NFL since, like, 2019 or something like that. And Joe Barry's, like, uh, his personal mission is to change that. Since, <laughs> since, since, since one position since that has no talent and make an entire defense in the NFL. Out of <laughs> the last time we had a good linebacker in the NFL was the last time we like had murderers in the NFL. Yeah. Is that what you let's, meant? <laughs> let's find the position devoid of talent and build an entire defense out of it. Well, I was so I tweeted something about Kirk Olavadati today about him not being a good linebackers coach. And then I sat back and thought about it and I was like, well, I feel like, you know, with Dre and Quay, it's been decent, you know, the last couple of years. Like, am I being too hard on him? So then I tried to think of like, what was it before then that was like frustrating me so much? So I wrote down like all the linebackers we had had because uh, Olvidati had Blake Martinez, Chris Barnes, Kamal Martin, Christian Kirksey, Ty Summers, and Oren Burks. And like all of them were just dog crap. Yeah. So I think that I've refound my frustration with Kirk by remembering all those years of crappy linebacker play. Which of them did I hear recently? There was somebody that I was like, I thought that guy was like dead. Or no way he was born birds. Was it? Or, I mean, Blake oh, yeah. Martinez has been back in the news again because he's broke. Because he's stealing <laughs> Pokemon. He's like right. doing fake Pokemon cards. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. I think it was like, or it was like somebody it's who like, versus, I was like, that versus, dude will never play another game ever in the NFL. And then like, he's like, starting. he's got like a 92 grade. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, like starting to like super awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the Niners unlocked him. Yep. Third round pick. Yeah, 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 but he's not, he's not on the same team though. But that's their, I think. Uh, yeah, I know the curse doesn't transfer. Oh um, yeah, no, it's it was still there after that. But yeah. we I think we cursed. I think we need a 49er or a Saint coach. <laughs> that would be, be our defensive coordinator. We need a 49er position coach or a Saint take, position coach. I'd take a Baltimore. Yeah, I was just I was gonna say you don't want you don't like Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore is fine. I mean, they're they're like the number two defense in the league right now, or something. But like, I'm one of the things that I've been thinking about is mm. like which defenses, All right, which defenses around the NFL don't have like 
amazing players, but are still just getting the job done. And like, it's got to be the Saints. Like, like pound for pound, the Saints compared to all the other top defenses, they don't stack up roster wise the same way. Like the the Niners have Bosa, and you know they're stacked at like every position. Like the Saints, the Saints just set like a all time NFL record over the last year and a half for the most consecutive games of not allowing an opponent to score 20 points. And they have like, I mean, I, I don't want to like crap on their players but and I like, know. you know, cam is good, <laughs> but it's, it's just not the same thing as other teams around the league who you think of as like, you know, you don't have a Jalen Ramsey and an Aaron Donald in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm like looking up what PFF thinks of all these guys this year. They look, they kind of like New Orleans. I mean, just as far I mean, they, they don't have like so they don't have the well, they, they do have Cam Jordan. I was gonna say they don't have the pass rusher, but they got a bunch of guys in the 80s. Yeah, but I, but that's my, the whole so, point. Everybody's playing well. You can't look across the defense and go, well, okay, they're good because saying. of you know these two guys or these three guys, like. I think there's come one. to Green Bay where we have just like insanely talented players at every position and just use those guys to their potential because you're getting the most out of the guys who are in New Orleans and they're all playing really well. Yeah. But you could almost make that case with Baltimore, too, because I, I literally just finished the podcast doing the same thing and it was I had a similar thought process. Baltimore has a lot of good players, but a lot of these guys have not been very good players historically they're very like roquan which is why i kind of settled on i really like their linebacker coach patrick queen who is garbage is a really good linebacker right now like they got a bunch of guys that so they got a bunch of good players but a lot of these guys have not always been very good players yeah. zach Orr is in his second yes. season as the ravens inside linebackers coach prior to joining baltimore he spent one season with the jaguars what year was that? Uh, twenty. So he was a player as soon as like twenty sixteen, and is already Jack an inside Orr. linebacker. Yeah, I was gonna coach. say, wait a minute, that sounded familiar. Yeah. So he has just been like flying up the ranks, which is another reason why I like him. Plus, as soon as he got out, he went directly to Baltimore as a quality control coach for four years, and I love that. He's in there so, just like breaking down all the little details and intricacies of a defense and everything else. Yeah. His and then he jumps year, into position coaches. Yeah, with Baltimore, like I think, <clears throat> yeah, I think adding Roquan Smith obviously made them better, unlocked his full potential. But I think in, in Roquan Smith unlocking his full potential, you got Queen playing the correct position, uh, which was not having the the green uh, dot on the helmet, and he looks a lot better. You get Hamilton right. The Madubuike is having a career year for them got 13 sacks yeah like it, right it, it doesn't make it, it's 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 wild what, what baltimore is doing and yep. like they have young talent like hamilton's well, very good it was but funny like, too because i went through so i i looked at ball so our full here's the full thing so i looked at cleveland first because they're the number one team and i had a similar thought in terms of it's really impressive because they have miles garrett and nothing like there's really nothing else in Cleveland that's that impressive. Corners, they got some good corners. Not yeah, really. Denzel really? Ward is terrible. Emerson's Newsom is good. bad. Like the the uh, two yeah. first round picks they have are like low sixties. They're not good. Yeah, it looks like Emerson's um, high sixties. Well, like there's, that to me is a, a little bit of a 
a negative though. But that's what I'm saying. It's the, it's like the same thing either way. Like yeah, Green Bay, yeah. So it's that's why I didn't like the Cleveland thing because unless you're getting their actual defensive coordinator who's turning this garbage into something great, I don't want right. the position coaches who aren't able to do anything with these guys. But Wait, in you Baltimore, don't like the strategy of bringing in Greg Williams from Arizona, who have always had awful corners to come coach our corners, and then they all fall off. <laughs> you don't like that strategy. But I I, I went over sure. to Baltimore then, who's the number two, and it's like, all right, well they've got the 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 first guy that stands out is the assistant head coach slash defensive line coach, just because of the position. They've also got um, Chris Hewitt, who's the pass game coordinator slash secondary coach. So those are the two guys who have like those elevated titles that I like right away. But then I was like, all right, let's real quick look at the other guys. And it's like, well, the inside linebacker coach, you look at the inside linebackers, they're playing phenomenal. Then there was who else? Um, The safeties coach, I think. And then they got who's the, the guy that's like in his second year. That's Hamilton. Yeah. Good so lord, is... that guy is freaking special, and the other guys are good. So it's like every coach. It was. Just, it basically came to the point where it's like any defensive coach, I'll take. Like every single one of these guys is yeah. excelling. All of them are are doing a fantastic job of getting the best out of these guys. They got a great culture. It is a great defense. I I really like it. But I settled on Orr just because I love the. He's like 31 years old, and as he's a former player, which the, all these guys are former players, which yeah, probably yeah. has something to do with it. Yeah. But 30, he's 31 years old, and he's just skyrocketing up the ranks in terms of like he went from a player to a scrub to an inside linebackers coach. And I guarantee, with what Roquan and Patrick Queen are doing, he will not just be an inside linebackers coach next year. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Their website is so goofy. I cannot find. It's so stupid. It's horrible. I can't. So we have. So Anthony Weaver is assistant head coach, defensive line. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then all the rest are just kind of lumped together and mixed them, mixed all, all together. So it seems like it's Chris Hewitt, Zach Orr, or Anthony Weaver. So we've got a few. Um, yeah, What's Chris Hewitt is the pass game coordinator. Bring him. You got Chris Smith, the outside linebackers coach. Um, Zach Orr. And then um, you got Denard Wilson as a defensive backs coach. Okay. And then the Anthony Weaver. Wow. Reading, reading like the stuff that the Ravens put on their websites about these three position coaches that we're looking at and like just the 
the stats to brag about. It's like number two, this in the league, number one, this in the oh, league, number two, this, like in every freaking category. Right. Here's the problem, though. If Matt LaFleur goes and tries to target a Ravens defensive position coach to bring in as his defensive coordinator, mm. I feel like these guys are all geniuses, except for he's going to find the one <laughs> who's getting carried by everybody else. Yeah, it could be. It's possible. Which is kind of why I lean toward like the guys at the top, especially Weaver, because he's such he's been around a long time. So mm-hmm. a former player, plus he's been doing it a long time. You know, I mean, it's more high risk to go with a guy like Orr who's just getting his feet wet. But yeah. Weaver, he kind of checks all the boxes. Plus, it's a little bit of a safer pick. Um, yeah. I think the, the only negative was he was a DC for like one year. And it was bad, but it was Houston where they had nobody in like 2020. So it's like, I, I don't really care that much. Yeah. Right. And also, it looks like... It looks like that may have happened, like not at the traditional part of the year, like maybe a right. Yeah, it was something weird about it. Yeah, he might have got elevated. Experience, or I'm not sure. experience at defensive coordinator seems to be the way to go, right? Because you see Fangio doing pretty well. They've kind of gotten the ship righted a little bit in Miami, but all of like the Fangio disciples that are getting into, you know, some defensive coordinator spots are not doing well. Um. So it just feels like experience is like the best, probably the best quality just because you've seen a lot in the league, right? Especially if you've coached up to this point, like you've seen the revolution of the mobile QB, right? The creation stuff and and you've seen offenses get more vertical. You've seen RPOs, like you've seen all that stuff and you go, okay, so how do I combat that? And you've, you've got a lot. So this this is what Weaver did. He was the defensive line coach for three years. And then in 2020, which was the year that they just like fell to crap. Weaver was promoted to both defensive line coach and defensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah. All right. He replaced Romeo Cronell, who had been the uh, the interim head coach. When Bill O'Brien got fired. By the way, Packer super fan, I don't know what that means, so I appreciate the dollar ninety nine, but I don't know how to answer your question. Those look oh, like what is yeah, the part great. above it? When is Joe that his bags? He needs to make. Is sure that Roquan and Patrick Queen? Uh no, it's definitely not that. F grades. It's 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 PFF grades, right? Uh, is it? Uh, Pass defense and run defense. Roquan and Patrick Queen are 86.4 and 77.4. That's absurd. As uh, is Rashid's overall yeah. PFF oh, grades. Yeah, it is. So Rashid Walker, so he was the number one highest graded tackle in football this past week, or at least pass blocker. It's one of the two, either overall oh. or pass blocking. But I think it was since week ball. 10, he's the fourth highest graded tackle in the league. And since week eight, He's the sixth highest graded offensive lineman in the league. So, yeah, that's awesome. Nice to see that. I thought that he got benched at the end of the Giants game. Am I delusional? I thought he got benched for Yash. Was that just for like 
I feel injury. like that's been every game the last oh, like three or four games. Like Yash is out there for a little while. I don't know if it's injuries or if they just don't know what they're doing and they just keep swapping them out. Like every game, Yash plays like ten snaps, and so I don't know why that keeps happening at left tackle. Because sure. <clears throat> Rashid played fifty-one snaps in that game, and we only ran like fifty-five offensive plays or something. Yeah, I mean that would be close to close to every snap. Yeah, I don't the. The thing with, with Rashid is, yes, it could be him rounding into form, or it could be, you know, he's kind of just got this this stretch of nice play. I it, it worries me that they would be like, all right, well, then he is the future. But I do think, like, at the same time, Goody will still, if, if Bakhtiari kind of like medically just is done, they'll still probably still address it just to have yeah. enough depth there. Because Yash is a free agent, isn't he? Yes, I mm-hmm. believe he is. So I feel like this is the draft where unless you're going to draft a safety or a corner, which Goody likes to do, like 60% of his first round picks have been defensive backs, something like that. Do it again. Uh, or, or maybe that's if you do Ted Thompson and Brian Gutekunst. Um, but I feel like this is the draft where the offense needs some solidifying just at a couple of positions, more so than the defense. I just don't know where you can look at on the defense other than defensive backs and say it makes sense to add a piece because no. – like you're you're fine with what we got a linebacker and don't really want to draft that in the first round again anyways. Uh, I think they're going to draft in the one of their first five. You think you're drafting what? I think they're going to take a linebacker with one of their first five picks. That yeah, but it doesn't have to be in the first round. Oh no, I know, I know. I'm just, I just, yeah, no, I, they, there's not one. But so, so you pick. you specified first five. We have first, we have five picks in the first three rounds. So you're yeah. saying you think, yeah, I think on day one or two we're drafting a linebacker. Probably day two, yeah. To replace Campbell, yeah, I think so. <coughs> yes. I we never I really finished that Campbell thing, but it does feel like we're getting some Zadarius vibes, and it kind of seems like it's going to end the same way yeah, with. I, I mean, there's a disgruntled Dre, player, and Dre has done this before yeah but like so had zadarius you know and then they finally just moved on from him but they were interested in bringing zadarius back if he was willing to do at the price that they wanted Mm -hmm. but he also just wanted out yeah so like maybe you just got to catch campbell on the right day to where (laughs) you know he's not ticked off at you and wanting to leave and i get it like frustration the, the frustration can breed all kind of reactions, right? Like I'm sure he is not pleased with how the defense has looked the last two weeks, right? Like I, I get it. Like frustration, it happens in this sport. You saw Mahomes go absolutely bonkers on the sideline against the Bills. He hasn't really done that a lot. Like that's happened. Like AJ Brown today was on Twitter going at it with you know fans like over stuff like. Could just be some frustration, vent, get just kind of vent a little bit, and you know maybe just kind of move on to the next week and hopefully, um, kind of right the ship. But yeah, there's a chance. I mean, I think there's there's a I don't know how much less left on the deal, um, and what the cap number looks like 
and the dead money looks like if they move on. But it does seem like they could go a different direction in terms of finding a coverage linebacker, but we'll see. I didn't mean to get you off topic, JJ, on, on the first round, but not off topic at all. I mean, this is totally the topic. But I know you're talking about DV, and I don't know if you were saying like they should go, they should look offense at 11 if they don't do DB. Was that kind of where you were going with that? I mean, I, I feel like the number one thing on the roster holding the team back is just like offensive line. Okay. You know, the, the, the big problem is that like it's, it's guard that we have the most question about. Yeah. So I don't know, but like you also need to put, replace David Bakhtiari. Yeah. Yeah. That it's going to be tough because just I know get a wide that, receiver. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> this is the year they get a wide receiver? Right. Like, when we what? actually have all these other needs. We like Malik Heath. Why did you draft a wide receiver? It's like we're by going the way, to up, Jake, we're going to upgrade at Malik, by the way. Neighbors instead of Heath. Thanks. I don't know if you listened to the podcast where I did a mock draft, but did did I was I correct in assuming that in that spot, assuming neighbors was available, which I know you think he wouldn't be, that would be the, the direction you would have gone. I would go that way, yes. Okay. All right. I, I would I, go I thought that way. so. I just to me I don't want to get on a rant on this necessarily, but uh-huh. like there's a chance that we're sitting here in five years and we're like, wow. Malik Neighbors was the best player in that draft. Like, I think there's that possibility. Like, I'll I'll spoil it now. He's ranked above both QBs for me right now. Like, he he is an insanely talented player with so much room to grow. It's it's very easy to talk me into ranking players above whoever the consensus (laughs) quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's true. I got, yeah. No, it. Marvin Harrison's better than both QB. I mean, like that seems. I think people Marvin Harrison better be than Malik Neighbors. Uh, I think Neighbors has a higher ceiling than Marvin Harrison Jr. does. <sighs> Interesting, and you're you're saying that yeah. based on athletics? Yeah, I mean, I think you know all of the physical tools is where you know you turn that into some type of refinement. I I think. One, I think the one thing about receiver I think that matters that people overlook is explosiveness, right? And you kind of saw that with JSN's slow start. He doesn't; he's not overly explosive. Who is Zay Flowers? That's why he it just started clicking for Flowers pretty quickly, right? You see someone like Tank Dell with that kind of explosiveness, even though he was tiny, didn't matter, right? When they're playing, when they're when they're in this type of era with defenses playing a lot more off, like he can he can thrive, so. Explosiveness matters in how you cut, whether it's at the break point of your of your route, whether it's at the line of scrimmage, right? If you're a violent cutter like that and explosive in the short area, there's your Garrett Wilson, right? Like explosiveness matters, and neighbors has that. Harrison has enough with the separation quicks and the release. Like he has all of that, right? All of the pre-catch stuff is so refined with him. But neighbors in like a 10 to 15 yard area with the explosiveness, like goodness sakes. Like it's just, he looks, he, he, he has this sort of Debo esque thing to him where he's just like, all right, I'll find the right spot in zone coverage, right? Get the ball in my hand. And now I'm just going to turn into, you know, 
Debo after the catch where it's like, oh, that was the wrong angle. Should have taken a better one against me, buddy. I'll see you 70 yards later when I'm flipping the ball to the ref or celebrating with my teammates. And then he wins above the rim just, you know, as as as, as close as anybody can get to, to, to Harrison in that regard as well. Like, I, I just don't. And he hasn't really, like, rounded out like, oh, you know, I need to work on, you know, my inside stem is like eight yards inside. Like I gotta, I gotta fix that a little bit, but he's explosive enough to defeat man coverage where like you just, you, you fix a lot of the, like the technical parts of the route. Like it's going to be a problem. If, if, if he figures out everything, holy smokes, if he doesn't quite figure out everything, it's still really good. I like neighbors consistency. Yeah. My frustration with, Debo going back to uh, college and then especially in San Francisco, the dude is inconsistent as heck. He'll he'll just blow your mind for several games and then just turns in just stinker after stinker after stinker for like a while. And nobody talks about it. Nobody notices because like the NFL memory is like so it's such a window that like by the time he's kind of gotten through this like eight game stretch of just being just the worst now he's playing fantastic football again so the time that anybody starts to check in i'm like hey what's going on with debo it's like are you crazy did you see what he did last night he's insane yeah i get the consistency thing but like to me for debo it's it's the feel and zone it's the ability to turn a five-yard hitch into a 25-yard play which for sure is a is a huge deal and why he's helping Purdy out. I, I get that. Neighbors, um, the ability to find the ability to locate soft spots in zone coverage is a big deal yeah. as well. Nobody talks about that enough. Like if you watch Nico Collins' his rookie year, you're like, what are you doing? Why are you running a 15 yard dig into linebackers? Like it's it, it, it's just like very brain dead things. <laughs> then you watch him this year and it's like, okay, well, you know, when he's got man coverage, he can figure that out. That's no problem. Like then he cooks with with Stroud playing QB. The reason Puka Nakua is really good right now is because he knows exactly where to run the space. He knows how many steps it's going to take, what the yardage he needs to be against certain coverages, and McVay's got him in the right spot doing so. So, like, that type of feel is important, too, playing that position. The neighbors already has it, and he's already got the ridiculous explosives to boot, which, like, Puka doesn't really necessarily have. There's enough speed there, but, like, neighbors is just, like, it's it's a blink. And, and I, again... It, the draft is a crapshoot. This could be like one of the worst takes of all time. But like, <laughs> there's just like he he is so very good at like the athletic portion of playing receiver. But it's also like not just being an athlete, right? There's still like just like super refined things that maybe we don't talk about being refined things as a player, right? We think of all these like cool athletic things you can do as like. Oh, he's just a freak. Well, it's no, he's he's still very detailed in the approach. So there you go. I had a bunch sure, of comments I put everybody to sleep. them all. So <laughs> sorry. No, I I just I, I was trying to go back and be like, what was I sorry. gonna say? And it's like I forgot. It was a long I don't time know ago. if it was something about the mock draft at eleven or what like the No, it was just neighbors stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like neighbors. I had something pertaining to with oh, that, okay. but I don't know. Gotcha. Sorry to put the chat to sleep. Probably, um, did did the chat die? I don't know. The, Maybe they the, were just listening and they just nodded off. They're still here. I can see them. Okay. I don't know if they know that. They they think they're hiding over there, but I can see them still. 
Chris said he wants to re replace Jair because he's disgruntled. That's what Chris says. Okay. <laughs> oh, Drew says he's just listening. Okay. No, but like, I think the conversation at 11 is very interesting. And this is, I'm working on this pod too. Like, I don't, <clears throat> it's very weird because you want to replace Bach, right? That's the biggest thing, right? JJ, you kind of said it. Like, that's, O-line there and guard are like two things you're worried about. At, at 11, all the Fashanu are gone. JJ, I know you're not a big Fashanu guy at this point, but like those are the two like left tackles, right? Quote unquote. And then you get a Fuaga, you get a Latham, you get a Mims who are not traditionally Packers types, right? They're a lot bigger. Um, I know they're going to be good athletes, but like at the same time, like the Packers have preferred a certain type at tackle and they just don't fit it. And so that's where you're like, okay, well, it's not going to be tackle. And you're like, all right, well, it's probably not going to be a receiver, right? We know that. <laughs> we know by now it's not going to be that. Right? Is it going to be Bowers? No, probably not. Um, so that's where you get into it. It goes right back to defense. What are we, you know, what are we doing here on defense? It's like, Cooper all right, Gene. Cooper Gene. Yes, there's there. I think either Bama corner is going to be like very much in play for them. I, I really do. I think both Arnold and McKinstry are going to be. Got to start getting cool. into those because there's a I, lot of guys I like, which leaves just a couple that I either don't like or haven't looked at. And so every time I even think about it, I get depressed. Like, no, it's got to be Dijit. So it's like, I just got to find, I got to start getting into yeah. them. I got to get excited about them. Yeah. I think the Bama corners and Wiggins from Clemson, obviously those are the guys on the consensus board where you look in the first, you go, okay, those are probably the DBs. And then you have, you know, Dijit. Yeah, Cam I, Kitchens. I, if you're the Packers, might do a thing where they go, "Oh, the previous year was elite. We think we're getting that," and go Cam Kitchens way earlier than people think he should go, even though it might be correct. Like that's Kinchins the one thing they could do. Definitely intrigues me. But every time I look at any DB, I'm always just comparing him to Cooper. It's like, oh no, I yeah, I don't know. It's it's like. Um, I've never experienced this, but like, I, I feel like some people like, you know, you have that, like that person who you thought you were supposed to be with romantically. And then you're like, <laughs> every person you're with in the future, you're always like, yeah, but she's, you know, she's cool, but she's not her. You know, I feel like that's me with Cooper. I never had that romantically, but I definitely have that romantically with Cooper to Jean. That's, that's honestly why I started. Like when I'm going to look at stuff, I start with the latest round that I'm planning on doing and work my way back. Because yeah. if you start with the best and then work your way, everybody's just like, eh, I don't know. They're, they're okay. Yeah, you might find but a like, few that you like, right? When, when I did the wide back. receivers, I did like the top 100. I started with the bottom. And then by the time I got to the end, it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, I get it now. Yeah. So that's my thing from now on, I think. Cause, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I, I fall in love with the late round guys like so much. And I end up in this situation where a lot of my favorite players go undrafted at the end. And I'm just yeah. like, how, how is nobody drafting this guy? And then like when they're doing the undrafted free agency scramble, I'm like panicking. Oh, yeah. And then I see, yeah. you know, oh, so-and-so went to Seattle. And I'm just like, I'm dying inside. And then, you know, yeah. the, the Packers yeah. end up signing guys in undrafted free agency. I've never heard of in my entire life. Like, yeah. Was, yep. Did this person even declare for the draft? Are they? Did they play? <laughs> well, I've never heard of this human. There are a, there are a couple. Like when you do it the other way, it's it starts off great, and then immediately it's like I don't know, they're just not as good. And then all of a sudden you get to fourth, fifth round prospect. Like I I know I'm an idiot, but 
this guy isn't as good as the first rounders. Cause I swear, like yeah. I haven't seen something this good since we covered those first two guys. So that's, those are the guys I end up falling in love with, even though I know I'm wrong. It's oh. like, I don't care. This is, I'm, I love it and I'm all in on it. Yeah. Carl Brooks. I was obsessed with, yeah. I was like, dude, take him early in the second round. Heck, if you take him in the first round, I'll say, <laughs> okay, thanks. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah, you probably could have gotten a better play in the first round, but like, I wanted him so bad. Right. Right. I couldn't. It's like my. It's like my favorite preface in the entire off season when I'm talking about the draft is, I know I'm stupid, but. <laughs> Ryan, at least you're 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 enough to admit that nobody else does that. <laughs> nobody else will do that. They're like, listen, this guy's good no matter what. It's not right. possible for him to be bad. I will admit that Ryan is stupid. <laughs> No, no, JJ. No, no, no. Not, that, not quite that. But that, was, that, was <laughs> that was a good one. That was good. But like most people are like, most people will never be like, I could be wrong, but and they don't they don't say that. They're like, I'm not wrong. Um, <laughs> it does, it does get to be uh redundant after a while. Like, yes, we yeah. know, but still. <laughs> Nara says to oh. truly replace Bach, it must be a fourth round or later. Hey, Dominic Zach Puny Tom, Rashid Walker. Come on. Yeah. Dominic Puny from Kansas. There you go. That's it. All right, that's the guy. There you go. Fourth or later pick. That's the guy. You don't know. That's the one. I don't know. Be fourth or later, but I'm. If I don't throw a name out, you know, (laughs) what am I? Why am I here? here? Yeah, Yeah, why am I here? So, (laughs) where's this Amagaji talk coming from? Because like, I just kind of randomly stumbled on him earlier, like last week, and then we talked about him earlier today. We had two different people mention him in the chat today. Why is he? on people's minds right now uh i think it's because he he was like one of the first people to declare i think it was the first thing mm. is like they ivy league gets their season done right blah 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 and i know he got hurt too he played like four games uh this year but like yeah kieran omega j i don't know i think it's amagaji amagaji that makes more sense i think and i got i don't know it's just Amagage. that's a cooler name than Amagage. whatever you said yeah Amagage. i think it's amagata davida <laughs> yeah so like so yeah he doesn't he was one of the first to declare yeah, i think there's like three games of his on youtube so people probably looked into those and go they see like a, a mauler with like fleet feet and they're like yep that's it thank you good athlete playing the position good pass blocker like that's I, i'm sure that's why and like again the packers fans know that like all right where's the projected fourth rounder right just write a few names down as like projected fourth rounders and they'll Makes have I, I think he'll probably go higher than that Seems like a curse. great spot. It seems like a great spot for the yeah the third round reversed curse thing. Yeah, to exactly. Just keep on kicking going and like this is the year we need right the there. third round curse to be broken because we have yeah. all the we have, do we have three third round picks now. I think we do. I think it's just I see two unless there's going to be a compensation. Well, we have ours. We have the Bills. Don't we have the Jets and the Bills? We just we have, the have the Jets as a second. Yeah, we so we have two second. seconds and two thirds. Correct. Yeah, I say we package both thirds up for a fourth, just to make sure that it's <laughs> for four player. for three fourths. Take it or leave it. <laughs> I'll take one fourth because that that player is going to be no 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 no, no 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 no. I want more swings. Like I, I imagine getting four of Zach Tom. You know, like why would you not want that? It sounds great. But but wouldn't the other teams that you're doing business with, wouldn't they know by now that our thirds are cursed? Like you got to really make it a sweet deal 
to talk them into prying away. That's true. They know points. we're just trying to give them away. Right. All right. You, you convinced me. We'll throw in Kenny Clark. <laughs> and there we go. We we're have taking Jerzon uh, Newton at, at 11 then. We have derailed bingo. The last two squares, Jerzon Newton and JJ convincing Jake of some complete and utter BS. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> Is it a curse if it's real? I think so. A curse isn't like a. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It, this you're is thinking much. of a hoax. Does this a question feel like? Be real. Does this question feel too on the nose? Or like, just like <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Started going deep in a rabbit hole wait in my own brain for a second there. I felt like I was yeah, I stoned just reading that. Yeah, I had to open about eleven <laughs> doors to find the right answer to that. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, it was the no, first that's, door. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> we need we need the gif of uh keanu reeves doing the <laughs> yeah. that face trying to figure it out who leads the defense in hurries i can pull that up sure it's gotta be Why not? it's gotta be clark or brooks those are the two guys we mentioned in the last five minutes that's gotta say be why it question was asked i know i know who it ain't it ain't kenny clark <laughs> all right leads the defense in hurries it's freaking kenny clark oof there you go. He's got four more than Devontae Wyatt. I knew it was someone <laughs> we just mentioned. De- Rashawn and Devontae are tied at 29. Yep. <clears throat> I knew it was somebody we just mentioned. The top five are Kenny, Devontae, and Rashawn. Huge drop-off to yep. Preston at four, and then Carl Brooks at five. And Kingsley and Agbar is almost tied with Carl. As, and that's... Carl and... Um, where is the comment? Oh, right there. Just just to be clear, that's specifically hurries, not pressures. Just so we're I'm looking at right, specifically right, right. hurries. Right. If you want yes. pressures, it's Rashawn. It's gotta be, yeah. yeah. Sacks is Rashawn. Hits yeah. is Rashawn. Hurries is Kenny. Do we have any other players on the D? <laughs> D line? <laughs> Rashawn and Kenny, they're lead all the categories. Batted passes, it's Carl Brooks with four. Yeah, it is. Nobody yeah, else it is. has two. Yeah, it is. I could tell you when those were. I bet. Tackles <laughs> is Quay. I know he had two of them in one game. I guarantee it. Tackles and assists are both Quay. Missed tackles, Keyshawn Nixon. He misses 20% of his tackles. Run stops is Quay. Yep. Forced fumbles, Rashawn and Kenny are both tied with two. And then he got five other players with one. And interceptions is Rudy Ford with two. And I think he had his second in like the first week of October. So nobody has even caught yeah, it's up. Been since then. It's been a while. It's been a while. Pass breakups. Jair and Rasul are tied at five. Those two dudes haven't played all year, basically. <laughs> uh, NF, lowest NFL passer rating when targeted. Rudy Ford, 30.1. Do you want uh, who leads the who leads the defense in penalties? It's Jonathan sure. Owens. <laughs> I'd with Rashawn though, but uh, you know, Jonathan Owens more of a punching bag for us than. Uh, I, I was just fun. You started you started talking about ball production, and you got me you got me looking at the the corners now. Um, but like I do think you, you mentioned Keyshawn. Missing some tackles. That's got to be shored up. If they don't fix the slot position, 
Dude, the, the I'm Packers going to do have... not care about the slot. They <laughs> I don't, don't freaking care. If they don't fix it this <laughs> offseason, I'm going to have a live meltdown on day three of the stream that we do. They're not going to fix have, it. You're no. going to watch the care. live meltdown go on if they do not draft a slot player. This is exactly Our current slot player is a guy that was brought in to be a special teamer for uh, Rich Bisaccia. Yeah. yeah the and, worst part about this is, is that the last... Cooper DeGene can do that. He can play in there 100%. The last guy that they actually... him outside. <laughs> oh, goodness. The last guy that they definitively was like, hey, we feel like this guy can play slot was freaking Rasul Douglas, who can't do it. Rasul. <laughs> Is totally decent when he's a boundary corner. Yeah. Useless in the slot. I can't even remember who it was prior to that. It was uh Shannon Sullivan. Do we have anybody between Shannon yeah. or Sullivan? Shannon was Nobody. decent. Who was the slot corner in 2021? Let's find out. Know. It wasn't Shannon. 2021 slot. And it wasn't Keyshawn. And it wasn't Rasul. Chris says no one wanted Brian Branch except him. No, I had people every single day telling me all draft season that he need that that we needed Brian Branch, and I I just didn't like his athleticism. Yeah, I, but I, he was popular. I didn't like him either. By the way, Chris, thank you for the uh, three dollar dono. Want to get that in there before yeah. we completely move yeah. off? Thank you, thank you. He says cheers to the three to the three hour derailment. Oh, we got to coax this out two more minutes, and then we'll be officially yep. beginning the third hour. Yeah, there you go. Nice live stream. And in the background, uh, I am trying to figure out how I can auto scrape the data from uh, the consensus big board for 2024 on NFL mock draft database for my draft database. It used to so be a lot have... easier and they changed like the formatting or something and you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just calculated with divs. The display is not as good. Last year, I was using Power Automate to do it. Like, I would just run the script like every four or five days. But now they charge you for that, and I don't want to pay for it. Thanks. And I want something automated anyway. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. No. I, they need to address it. Will they? Probably not. But this is the draft to do it. It there would like be two nice. Iowa guys who can do it. Two of them. 2022, I was freaking begging for a safety and this is before we were like in dire straits because we still had amos and we had darnell who at that point was still playing decent i was begging for a safety i was waiting you had all these guys like lewis seen you had all these guys who went from like 25 to 35 Mm -hmm. like top safeties yep zero safeties or tight ends that was the year we needed both yep well, so then they luck, I'm glad we waited at tight end. I would like to absolutely, absolutely put hindsight on that right now. Love that you yeah. wait. <laughs> Love wow. that we waited at tight end. It worked out in the end. Um, obviously, McBride was in that class, and he's heating up now. But I like what we have there. I think that was the Chigazium draft as well. Yes, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, that's not good either. Mike Hebring says Eric Stokes coverage grade 40.7 can be rated 158.3. I just I it's tough to I find to. it hard to put any stock in like anything Stokes is doing until we know he's healthy cuz we know he's that's not healthy. Problem. Yeah, so, it's, it's one it's one game. 
too. I, I, it's not I a just, season. I can't get myself worked up over it. Yeah. Like, if he's been playing like 10 games in a row and there's no improvement, right. then yeah, I'll start to get a little concerned. Right now, I'm just like happy that he can walk, right. if I'm being honest. It's true. So. That is true. I don't know. Every, everybody's frustrated with Eric Stokes, and I'm just amazed that he is on the field at all, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Just that injury was so horrific. He came back from it so quick. So, yeah, I, I agree. It's that's that's a good point. It is nice to just have him see if he can play the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've said it several times, but my thought is just he had a solid rookie year. He got hurt in year two. Yep. We haven't seen him at all this year, aside from one game. I just when he comes back and plays a year, then we'll have year two to assess him. But as of right now, as far as I'm concerned, we have rookie year. And yeah, the start of his second year didn't look like it was off to a great start. Well, the eye were, test didn't, but the like EPA was like out of this world. He, he did have really there were some metrics that were pretty ridiculous. PFF hated him. Um, but yeah, that. E- even that, it was like he had a dead period right when everybody else did. Like he played in the early part, so it was New England, the Giants, the Jets, and Washington were his four bad games that dragged down his stats and his grades and everything. That's when the entire like everybody on defense did. They just recovered because they played the rest of the season. But Stokes played those four games, had bad grades, and then got hurt and was out. And that was very were... much in the that was very much in the sorry, that was very much in the scene of like what the heck is going on? Right. That was yeah, like the, the whole collapsed. thing. Yeah, it was like the whole like how have we how have we done this in this stretch? Yeah, this was supposed to be like the stretch where there's going to be any issues. They also were using him a little weird, like he was not lining up in the box, but you were kind of seeing some of the same crap we're seeing with Savage, where he's not lining up in the box, but then that's where he ends up, and he's trying to make all these, uh, you know, plays inside. Yeah. Which, which also gets like, does anybody think that's what he's good at? Right, which also gets back to the part where it's like, I don't really want to comfortably assess too many players until Joe Barry's gone anyways. Because, I mean, let's just get a defensive coordinator that knows what he's doing, and then we can adequately assess what players are good and what players suck. Agreed. I had a bunch of conversations with people today because um, I was just kind of going on like a, you know, I'm frustrated with Joe Barry rant on Twitter. I had a bunch of people talking about like, Hey, you know, we got to get rid of this player and we need, we need a position, you know, a person at this position, everything. And I just, I just kept repeating over and over again. Like, I just don't feel like I can make a good educated assessment right now of a lot of these guys. Cause like Rashawn is playing like crap and Kenny's playing like crap and Devondre's playing like crap. Like nobody's playing good football except for, you know, Carrington Valentine. Okay. I don't think that this is a clean data sample. Right for me to assess who should be back next year. Like, can we get somebody competent leading all the coaches, installing the defense, and then figure out where we have weaknesses? Because I just, you know, if you if you point a finger at Devondre and say, well, he's not good enough, I don't know, man. Like, we know he's injured and right. nobody's playing well. So you may feel comfortable evaluating Devondre. I don't. Well, especially this past week when the entire defense imploded, which I'm sure a lot of that had to do with the game plan. It had to do with the the play calling and everything else. And it's like the one guy that's getting picked on 
Devondre because of a couple plays, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, if, if if they have a game where they bounce back and dominate, and he's out there just looking like a a, a freaking chicken with his head cut off, doesn't know what he's doing, then we can talk about it. But it's like it just everybody goes with the flow. Like Devondre's awesome when the defense is awesome, and Devondre sucks when everybody yeah. sucks. So, and I don't the know. defense is gassed. Like, they're just out of juice right now. Everybody, yeah. you know, you see, like, Rashawn sitting on the head on the sideline with his head down. Like, they are cooked yeah. across the board. They're disheartened. They're not – like, the locker room is not in it right now. These guys right. are exhausted. They don't believe in what they're doing. So, there you go. Bringing some of these combos back full circle. Yeah, lose to Carolina to screw the Bears over. I like it. Okay. Not really. I don't want to watch them. Listen, it, it is kind of a win-win, but at the same time, like I don't want to be grouped in with the Texans and Falcons as teams to lose to Carolina. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not sure I want to be a part of that. I get the Texans. They're kind of young, so that, young on a road in a road game. Like, okay, fine. I don't want to be in the same company as Atlanta. To be honest, that was that was a mess on Sunday. But like but, you said, that would be the silver lining. It would. It would. But this it's also like it's Carolina. Like when you look at their offensive roster across the board, you go, okay, there was ever a moment where like the frustrations from Gary and the frustrations, you know, from Campbell, which is totally fair. Like I get it. that there should, I get the frustration after a game like that. If there was ever a team to write a ship defensively against, this is the team. And I know the jokes are out there already about like, hey, do we, can we unbust Bryce Young? Like, yeah, I, I'm sure, probably. Like, yeah. it's, it's very possible that you can. But, like, this is the perfect time. Like, I don't know if you guys have looked into Iki Aquano in year two. It, Holy smokes, pass protection. Year. Holy yeah. smokes, that's not good. Yeah. Like, it's it's getting, like, the, the vibes are, like, getting Evan Neal almost in pass protection. Like, those two right now in pass pro this year. It's rough. Holy cow. So, and, like, Mingo is, like, you could tell he's like he's trying to figure out how to play the position right now. He is everything's like coming at him like like the S two test. It's like he's getting the S two test in real time when he's playing receiver. <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh, I don't know what that is or that, but uh, a jump. Oh yeah, yeah, jump by sideline. Yep, got it. Oh, oh wait, that was wrong. Like he, it's too fast for him. It's gonna take time. Like it's so like they're in all out all kinds of sort out of sorts on offense. So it, it would be the perfect time to like, okay, just get back on track. Play within yourselves. Play the football you know you can be with all this talent, and like just just get back on track right here. All these all these people coming clean about how they jinxed us. No wonder we're losing like this. I mean, everybody's doing the exact wrong things all the time. Yep. I mean, they, the the Packers just couldn't bear the weight of all the unbelievable jinxes. Chief just, among them, obviously, is freaking Jersey Mike. But I just need everybody to do what you did on Thanksgiving. <sighs> yeah, and the week after that. Is that so hard? Well, don't do anything else. Okay. If you wore the green jersey for for the Thanksgiving game, wear the green jersey. Like it. Apparently, it's too much to ask. I don't know. I, you know, I, I tried to do my part because the Packers have won more games than they've lost when I don't watch the game live and I go back and watch it later. So after this disaster of a Giants game, which was the only game in the last couple months that I've been able to sit down and watch live in real time, I made the conscious decision. 
I had the opportunity to watch the Buccaneers game live and chose not to because I thought I was jinxing them. Yeah. And apparently that wasn't it. So now I can go, I can watch guilt free now. I, when I wear green that isn't Packers related, it seems to be better. When I wear a Green Bay Packers anything, it's not great. So the, other the other than the Jair jersey I have, which I wore to the same game. So, so I, I have a Randall Cobb but, jersey and I wore it to the Minnesota Vikings game in like week 18 of the 2021 season. And they won that game. I was there in person. Every game that I have worn that jersey while watching on TV, they've lost. And that included like the Buccaneers NFC Championship game. Like, and then like some other like bizarre losses that you're just like you never saw it coming. I was wearing that jersey. So yeah. I have not worn it since. Yeah, I have an away Rogers jersey that I, I don't wear anymore. Like I they they started losing the playoffs when I started to wear. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Sorry. Display. They, I mean, like, to be fair, it. they haven't really won in the playoffs lately, anyways. <laughs> no, so. this is true, but like the the well, they they've played the Niners a lot, you know. The, there's no, there's nothing you can't do anything about that. Like we clearly can't do anything about it, but yeah, just certain things you avoid. Drudy, I'm going to get an Acme Packers jersey of Tucker Craft. You you bet your butt, I'm going to do that. No doubt. I feel I feel stupid for asking what is an Acme Packers jersey? Is it like the throwback, the current throwbacks? I think it's the like, what makes it an Acme Packers jersey? I think it's the blue. Oh, the blue! I think I so. the blue is hideous. I think the blue because I'm pretty sure I have an Acme Packers like winter hat, and I'm pretty sure it's the blue. It is the blue. Mm. It's the... Yeah, it is. There you go. You know, the first thing that popped up when I googled it though yeah. is the blue with the poop helmet. Yes, that's that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that is the one. No. Well, I'll tell you what, boys, we should probably do closing thoughts because uh, <laughs> I got stuff to do and sleep to get. Probably a good idea. Well, we didn't get to the biggest topic that I really wanted to do, which was that's how the best. You, <laughs> that's the best way to end it. That's so good. <laughs> Uh, creative ways to kill joe barry <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> i'm glad we didn't get to what? that one don't act like you're offended <laughs> not offended I'm i not, just want i wish i was a better actor than i am right now but i'm not acting <laughs> what we were <laughs> texting about that what that was in the chat was it actually it was but it you know nobody bit it was just me I didn't see that. I'm glad I didn't because I did. <laughs> creative ways. Uh, I, uh, and it better be creative. <laughs> I mean, put a, put a true safety on the field. Is that what we were going for? Like, is that. Yeah, that is. Play it. safety. Ah! <laughs> you could make him play linebacker. I feel like, I feel like that would get him killed. Make, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, we should just that's a that's a great final thought that we should just leave leave there i think just kind of, we'll just we'll just uh you know ruminate on that dream about it yeah yeah um i'm i'm working on my final thought just give me like like 30 seconds of filler here i can do Jake, a final thought 
Jake, here, here's another final thought. Ryan and I have been okay. BSing about a uh, a draft project, a WordPress site that has you know a bunch of like data about all the draft prospects, and then guest writers, aka you, Jake. <laughs> that would be you. Could, doesn't even doesn't even use my name. Guest writer, but, you. No, you, no, it would no, have I'm your name. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I just don't know how. I don't know how many other people we would. You know, I'm, I'm drawing this out. I'm sorry. I, you could. You would be able to log in. <laughs> thank you. Select a player, aka Jerzon Newton, and it's one of two players you should be looking up. Yep. And and you can write down your thoughts and observations on them, and it's kind of like our own version of the draft network. I love it. Yep. Just like a like a like a short little summary thing, right? You're you're just doing kind of your own your own draft profile. Here's what I like about Jerzon Newton, and here is what I think he would have to improve on uh, after we draft him in order to really meet his potential. Yeah, I'm in. Dakota says I don't want to be awake right now. Yeah, <laughs> us Me too. Either, That's why we're waiting for Ryan to finish up. I do. I just got to figure out how to share this. It's I'll not great, but I we it's done, so now it needs to happen. Um, I just want to do a picture. My mid journey is broken. Not broken. I I have had a subscription to it for like a year, and I finally canceled it the other day, and I didn't realize that the expiration date was today. So I I was trying to submit the Bill Belichick as a witch what? prompt to it. That's what I'm doing right now. Over and over again, and it <laughs> oh, wasn't working. Darn. Clayton says Clayton. guest writer Adam Shine. That's hilarious, by the way. Heck yeah. How many of the how many of the how many of those you click on and just say can't play football? <laughs> All right, I'll just share my screen. That's not the way to that's not the way I wanted to do it. But... If Adam Shine says uh, Drake May can't play football, he's gonna be good. There you go. Done. So it's like kind of the reverse psycho- yeah, reverse Jake side of thing. Here's the thing. So the the prop here's the oh my goodness. <laughs> it almost looks more like Lou Anarumo. I was gonna say the face is not quite I was yeah. hoping to find a better face, but it's not it's not terrible. We did no, to work like in, the, to the work in progress. Of Bill Belichick and Joe Barry, actually. Yeah. It's, it's it looks something. like Scrooge as a witch. I like it. Were any of the other ones good, or is this the best one? Um, the, the like faces sp- are just bad here. You need like a spell coming out of like a cauldron that says "Cover one man." Oh, the top left—that's Brian Gutekunst, at least in the little thumbnail I can is see. It? I think it's John Dutton. A little bit. A little bit. It's a little hard for me to see. It's, it's not. It's not who we're looking Bill for. Bill Bellowich, somebody said. <laughs> I like I like the hair over here. <laughs> the hair is great. The Undertaker. Oh yes. <laughs> there we go with the beard. Oh, that looks him I'm a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's the Oh, and it's got the creepy hair. Oh, that's really good. It's not bad, man. That's uh I'll dude. You're that. about to make me re-sign up for Mid Journey. I've had I have been without it. <laughs> that's it, man. For less than 12 hours. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, it. that's the one. Yep. Oh, it's just creepy enough to. <laughs> just can you can you, you uh, like, like send it. me the URL for this? 
you like it but you don't like it <laughs> that's like that's like that's when you know it's good i just mm-hmm. want to save it for some social media moment when like something witchy yeah. happens for the patriots and i just i just want to post it like beating yeah. denver this week for no reason right i don't know oh, denver's denver is so weird because like it never made sense when they were bad, and then it didn't make sense when they were good. Oh, they were getting carried They're by just turnovers. A weird, boring team. They were getting carried by turnovers, and the lines didn't turn over. Bill Belowich. All right, uh, too old for this. You get uh, derailer of the week. I think. No, it's no, 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 no. Who it's gets be, it? It's gotta be Blaine. That's oh. true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Too old for this. If you want to be derailer of the week again. You got to out Blaine Blaine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, heck, we're back on Blaine's topic, and he's been off the show for an hour and a half. <laughs> True. <laughs> there's your there's your W Blaine. right there. It's definitely Blaine. Yep. Jake, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, Just put edge rusher in the back of your mind in the first round. I mean, I'm good with it because I yeah. am always down to draft more edge rushers. Top four look kind of good. Oh, show. Just saying. But, dude, oh, why can't I remember my guy's name? What's my guy's name? The guy I put money on to be the first non-quarterback. Latu. Latu. Latu, yeah. If it's Latu, I want him bad. I, I think, I think he'll be available. available. You think he'll be available? Uh, if it's if they're picking 11, yeah. If they're picking up 15, probably, yeah. Dude, I, I need Teams him. are going to have the medical question, right? So that's where you might see him slip a little. Well, good news. In Green Bay, first-round picks don't play very much. You can be sitting on the bench healing for a while. Remember, head rushers are technically linebackers. (laughs) Drew wants an offensive tackle. Hey, in Joe Barry's team, an offensive tackle could be a linebacker. Day two. Day two. Drew. Day two. Day two tackles. If they're not not high enough for Sean Wall, it's not going to be a day one tackle, I don't think. I don't. All right, boys and girls, that's it for us today. We'll be right back here next week. Follow us on Twitter at JJ Leahy at Pack underscore Daddy and at Jake NFL Draft to stay up to date on all things Packers or ask us questions. Make sure you're subscribed to PackerNet on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.